0: In 5, 4, 3, 2... It's a new day, yes it is! Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun! I'm
1: so excited! I'm so excited! Oh
0: boy, is this great! Hey guys! Oh, big golf, huh? Alright! I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much fun, we'll need plastic surgery to remove our spiles.
2: I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party.
0: Please
1: have a party! Feed us drinks! Get us laid! Wait a minute,
0: there's no birthday party for me here.
2: Hey bro, you mind putting on some pants I find a little weird I have to ask
0: twice? Do you wanna know what makes Danny Magic's nipples hard? Are those sad tissues or happy tissues? Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here?
1: No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your
0: station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west with real women, come equipped with scripts and find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint, buy an old drop top, find a spot to
1: camp. Then I'ma kid, rock it up and down your block, with the bird. Right. Scotch and watch like buy a yacht with All the flex right. and chillin' the rock that right.
2: Welcome everybody, it is Monday, May 22nd. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you from the luxurious University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the L College of Business can do for you. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 961 FM, streaming all over the globe. You know us better as the Big X. It's Mike Rutherford here in the pilot seat along with Trevor Kelsey behind the glass on a Monday reacting to all the news from the weekend that was reacting to all the news from the day that has been reacting to all the news that potentially will be until six o'clock. Uh, we want to hear from you on the Thornton sex line as always hit us up at 502-414-1450 Reminder, download that refreshing rewards app from Thornton's it'll save you money at the pump it'll save you money inside when you need a snack from any one of these 65,712 area Thornton's locations Refreshing Rewards app, search your app store, just search Thornton's, you'll be able to find that bad boy in no time, and it'll save you money, you'll fill up, you'll grab a drink, and then you'll text us at 502-414-1450. Monday afternoon, Trevor Kelsey, how was the weekend? You're looking good, you're rocking a Hartford Whalers t-shirt, you're feeling fantastic, I hope.
0: I am feeling good. Good. You're rocking the, the Phil Rich uh, Law Firm uh, shirt there. He makes it rain. You, you didn't get. In, you didn't have to call on him to help you out in Cincinnati on Saturday because you got in a fight wearing a reds, uh, reds outfit in the Yankees family section. Did you? Did not. Didn't. No didn't sir. happen. No but right,
2: I, but if I had Phil Rich would have been my first call. He
0: would have been your first call to get you out.
2: No quite. Yeah, I would bypass the brothers, <laughs> bypass the old classmates, right to Phil Rich because Class- he makes it rain.
0: Classmates that one year of law school. Yeah. When of y'all graduated? Right? Come help me out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and when do you finish? Because I didn't. Yeah, a lot of them did. Now they're
2: doing big things, just like me. So they're on the big X,
0: you had a big weekend. I, mine was more slow. Mine was your typical well, hang. Well, I mean, yeah, no. it was the fun. That's all mean, that matters. Saturday, I spent almost all day bouncing on Twin Spires between three different racetracks, losing money on horses. Yeah, this is watching Jurassic Park marathon. You're
2: doing. You're bringing up Twin Spires too much these days. Now I'm a little bit worried about. Well, it's it. only this for- is how you get hooked. This is how it goes. <laughs> It's how you lose that balance before then. You look at the Breeders' Cup or Derby next year, and you're like, "When did that happen?"
0: Oh no, we we had to add to the balance a little bit. Oh happened. no, and that's it, even worse. That's, we had to add a little bit because we weren't doing too well over in the uh, in the Preakness and in the uh, in Sanita and in Churchill Downs combined. We were rotating between the three, uh, and now in the in, in the main race, I did get uh, I picked three horses. They all came in uh, third to last, second to last, and last. Not good. I don't know how I don't get any kind of trifecta money off of that. I mean, I did box them. They actually take more money They away did come you. in order. I mean, I think that's more of a, a talent to do that than picking the top three, but that's just me. Uh, and then Sunday, I, oh, I, you know, I did watch this weekend. What's that? White Man Can't Jump. You watched oh, the Hulu version? No, the original. Oh, you did? <laughs>
2: yeah. I had multiple friends watch it, and they all kind of said the same thing, where it was like— it. They thought it was it was entertaining. It was a good way to spend two hours. It was better than they thought it was going to be.
0: I was I wanted to watch it, but I was like, I want to watch I hadn't seen the original one in a while, so I watched it first. And I just enjoyed it so much I was like, I don't think I can watch the new one right back to back. Not in this mindset, right? No, I guess yeah, yeah I, I don't it was it was around one thirty in the morning and it was like I just probably not a good idea. So I just watched Moneyball.
2: Okay. I feel like you've been watching Moneyball a lot recently.
0: Not really. It just happened to be on cable. Moneyball annoys me because I'm and I'm not gonna get into why it annoys me. Is the ending the fact that they don't win at all? No, it's just the fact that they just they act like Scott Hattisburg and David Justice and Chad Bradworth, Brad whatever his name was, were like the whole reason the team's any good. Like, oh, team. let's not forget you know Tejada and Chavez, like the two all-star, twenty-three-year-olds you have in the infield. And your three-headed stud pitching rotation that you never even bring up one time during the movie.
2: I did love Hattie. Big, big I mean, yeah, Hattie I was Brad. funny.
0: The best part was 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 the two scenes Ron Washington's in. Or the guy who's supposed to play Juan Washington. Like, when he's like, you don't know these guys play first. He's like, well, okay. And then when they go to his house, he's like, it's difficult. <laughs> and there you go. And he became the really good manager for the uh, Texas Rangers. Ah, uh, so, But did. that was my boring weekend, your typical ho-hum, sit around the house, gain weight, you know, kill brain cells. You, on the other hand, I, we got to know, what was the outfit on Saturday afternoon?
2: It was, uh, well, I think, it, you know, the people, the fine folks of Instagram have seen it. It was what I said it was going to be. It was a. I rocked the white polo, okay, just normal shorts, and then a like a U of L hat to get the red in there.
0: Was it was it a white, UofL, red, real hat,
2: white U of L hat with the red bird, with the red, with okay. the red bird, just to, to get the red in there? And I, so like, we go. It was a day, was awesome. The whole night was awesome. It was, it was awesome. Like, we, we, I drive up with a, a buddy of mine, uh, shout out to Mitch. And, like, we meet up with the friends who had gotten there a little bit earlier. We go to Holy Grail, which is right across from the stadium. Okay. You know, you hang out. Walk in. And, like I, like, I knew it was obviously going to be a lot of, of Dill's family and, and, like, friends and stuff. So we're sitting there. Like, we're behind, like, his – I haven't seen his parents in a couple of years, so it was great to see them and catch up. But, like, it's his, all of his aunts and uncles. It's, like, 15 of us who, who grew up with him or played with him and then, like, 35 family members. So, it, it, like, the family it's section, section – Yeah, the family section is very much family. And so it's like, it, like we're in the Yankee section, like like it is, all Yankees cheering. There's no back and forth. There's no like so like you know,
1: <laughs>
2: like the Reds go up four one. I'm like cheering under. My, I'm like come on, like under my breath, and like it's it's not like a situation where I could get away with. Now we met up with some guys afterwards who played with them at Transy who were rocking like full on red stuff, but they weren't sitting with us for the game. Um, but that,
0: that were the ones sitting with you. Were they? They obviously were. Full fledged Yankee cheering, but were they like decked out in the Yankee? Oh game? yeah, everybody. Like, yeah, okay, like, all pinstripes and... even
2: like some of my friends who are Reds fans, like they bought Yankee stuff for this game. it's like I was very uh, much like the like the only one who was not going full in on, on the Yankee I'm stuff. The only one's a real Reds fan. Yeah. I mean like, <laughs> it, like Dylan's kids, he's got boys that are, are at the end of the section. Like they're leading everybody in Yankees cheers. And I'll say this, like Great American Ballpark, I've been to a bunch of games uh there over the years. Like this was easily the most packed, I've seen it since going to the playoffs in the went to game three in 2012. Um, like it was low, and it was probably like 50% Yankees fans. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, like, that's what Yankees do. It's saying, like, yeah, they're leading the cheers. They're very loud, like the let's go Yankees, the like Yan- Yankee Magic, all this stuff. And it's just, uh, it's it's the entire game. The game was great and ends up going to extra innings. The Yankees win seven to four uh, in the 10th.
0: Did you stay for all the innings?
2: Yeah, we stay for the whole thing. I mean, yeah, we weren't going to leave. Like his family, you know, I mean, they're, they're like, they're, very into like obviously it's their it's his parents is their well, son. yeah, yeah like they're like living and dying with each pitch and all the stuff. Like his dad's talking afterwards about how he can't read any of the stuff that's written about Dylan because he's just gonna get you too fired up and you know it's 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 New York. <laughs> so the media is very critical and the fan base is very critical. Uh but there was very loud too I'm Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it was cool. I mean I hadn't seen his sister in forever and some of her friends. So it was it was fun to catch up with everybody. And then we go to the they'd rented out a section of the bar right across the street from the stadium afterwards oh. and a bunch of people there like it was it was that was a lot of fun just uh, it was really really cool like a lot of people that I haven't seen in in, in a few years and also like a lot of people I don't know how you, if this is the same way with you like in this day and age I've got a lot of friends that I will like text with pretty consistently Like like you know multiple times a week sometimes daily but I won't see them but like you know maybe once a year twice a year like some I
0: haven't even seen yeah. in like years plural
2: even a couple of years like we have an old like <laughs> baseball guys text group that like you know we'll text a decent amount like pretty consistently but some of these guys like I'll you know maybe I won't see them in a year maybe I'll see them just a couple of times a year so it's always cool to like to be around them face to face and have that interaction so it was a lot of fun uh, i will say like when it got to around 9 9:30 9, I became very happy that I made the decision to not stay up there for the night. Because I was like, I'm yawning. I was like, this is, I was like, I'm. I'm.
0: What time did the game start? It was a 4.15. Okay, so you still got most of the sun on you then. That, that, that's that got to be wearing you down. This wore me down.
2: Like, I also was not ready for it. Like, I'm rocking polo and, and, and khakis. Oh, yeah. And so I'm sitting, we're, we're like directly in the sun. And I'm getting, to the, I've got no sunscreen. And I'm, like, I'm doing the thing where I'm trying to, like, cover up. Because you know where I'm going to get burnt most is the, like, right on the inside of the legs. Which I did. Like I'm like kind of covering it up a little bit. I'm I'm like putting the hands down there. Like I'm just getting torched. You should have hat on. I did the hat helped. Yeah. But about the fourth inning, I was like I had other friends there that I was gonna meet up with, and I was like, do you guys? I was like, do you, wanna go, you guys want to meet up? One, I did want to meet up with them and hang out for a little bit. Two, like I needed to get out of the sun for like a solid half hour. I was like, I was, like I'm gonna get some get some food, grab another drink, and we'll hang out and, and catch up. And then Danny, uh, who do the pocket, his whole family was there, so I got to see them and. Uh, see his brother's kids, who are one of them. This girl, uh, May, his daughter, who's the, who's the older one, stormed the Reds' live set where they do like the post-game show. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, she's yeah. just she's she's out of control. She was great. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. It was just a, it was a good day. I enjoyed a, it. Was uh, I mean, I was mad the Reds lost, but if they had to lose one game this year, I was glad it was this one just because everybody was happy and everybody was was celebrating. The really interesting thing, the, so we all get to the bar afterwards. We, Dylan doesn't get there until a little bit later because he's got to do the, the post-game stuff. <laughs> do <But> it work? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's working. <laughs> he's technically working. The one like, really interesting part of the entire night. So this, this Lambo, this full-on like Lamborghini pulls up on the Joe Knoxhall Way, like the road right outside the stadium, I you and, is talking, the <laughs> and is talking with these girls that are like, you know, I don't know, I don't know where they come from. But they're like these girls like, like traffic's being halted, people are having to go around. The conversation's like thirty minutes, and then the girls eventually just like walk away, and the Lambo drives off. And I'm like, one, I'm like, I'm like, who was the guy inside? Had to have been somebody affiliated with one of the two teams. Nick assuming. Swisher. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> two, like was there like some sort of negotiation happening that fell through? Like I I like I was That's just watching. I'm like waiting for the whole time. Like, are these girls going to get in? Like, are they going? And then I don't know. It felt like just nothing happened. That was the that was the people watching. That happened before, um,
0: before Dylan got it's there. The same kind of people watching I would experience when I did the state fair, but you know, yeah. it's an, basically the same thing. I mean, that that sounded like the the one of the opening scenes in Pretty Woman to me. I mean, did, did the Lamborghini like come out like screeching? Like, you know, like the guy looking, I was driving it properly.
2: <laughs> it was a, it was a wild thing. It did remind me. We did my bachelor party in Cincinnati, and we went to Jeff Ruby's for dinner like the the first night, and we went. We'd been to a Reds game. They play the Phillies, and like. We're eating dinner. We have like, this, this big table, and all of a sudden, like, Aroldis Chapman pulls up in his Lamborghini, parks it directly in front of the, the, the restaurant, which is downtown, gets out, comes in. He and Ryan Howard and, I think, Jimmy Rollins sit directly behind us. And I was like,
0: why weren't we allowed to, like, leave our car right there? Wow. It like, just seems, I mean, seems I, not fair. i not it- fair. From what I have learned, you, I'm not gonna go tell Chapman something. So I, based on the stories I've heard about him over yeah, the years, I'm I would a, not tell a anything. I'd probably just be like, "Would you like to park it anywhere else? Would you like my wife?" I'm shocked that a <laughs>
2: Chapman is still like allowed to play baseball after some of the stories that both one got out and then two that didn't get out. I was gonna
0: say the public ones alone are just. I mean, they were the, like the rest people for a long time. Were like this
2: guy is insane, but he's still kicking in, now, in the big leagues.
0: Well, it sounds like you did the right thing with your outfit. I did actually bring up your uh, conundrum to. Uh, to Nick and Jim Kelch on Friday's uh, broadcast. Oh, you but did. I asked him, and and I it was first with Nick, and I said, you know, I, I me being, I guess, just the 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 anti-authority over here was like, I I I voted for all Reds gear, you know, Barry Larkin jersey, the whole the whole the whole deal. Maybe go Paul O'Neill in the Reds version, just to, Stephen rub it in, and uh, Nick was against it, and then Jim came in with his vote. So confident, I thought Jim was going to be on my side. Just my man.
2: I was going to assume Coach would be on your side.
0: Jim was like, no. He's like, I'm with Nick. You don't. And he gave the example of, he said that there was times when he was with the Reds that he left tickets for people, and they came in the full gear of the opposing team. Oh, I wouldn't like that. And one of which was against the Cubs, and he invited the the person up to the booth at, during the game as well, so he comes up there in, like, full Cubs gear. Mm. Like, after it, I was like, man, that's. Kind of not a, that's not a very cool friend, Jim. He's like, it was my dad. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's actually, <laughs> that's, that's, what do you say to that? <laughs> now, the difference is
2: this is a, this is a, like, it was a Reds home game. That's the difference here. It's like I'm sitting in the Yankee section. But it's a it's a Reds home game. It's not like I'm.
0: Yeah. Well, this was a Reds home game versus the Cubs. Yeah. So. It's not like
2: I like you know we went up to New York to visit Dylan there and he got us tickets in the and I'm wearing like full Reds gear there. I, I think that's a, it, that's the big difference for me is I felt like I wasn't going to go full on like in your face red stuff.
0: Well, that would have been worse than, than wearing Reds at, at Synergy though, or wherever they would Great American. Great American. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You did, but I mean, you were probably smart. Go neutral. I think it worked out. I don't well. think it would have... I don't think it really would... Because, like I said, you... Well, you didn't go, like, in the, the locker rooms or anything behind No, you. no, no. I mean, I don't think it would have really made a huge difference if you wanted. Because, I mean, who really knows that that's, like, the the Yankees family section opposed to maybe... Yeah. The people sitting there. I mean, if you're sitting in the stands, like, looking upon that section... Well, I cared more just about, like, his... His family. His family stuff, being, yeah. Like, you know, whatever. And I that, mean, you could have gone, like a, like, a white polo with, like, the Reds logo on it or something yeah, small yeah. like that. I mean,
2: and, like I said, there were... Like we we were all sitting together in section. There were some other like friends and old teammates who just bought their own tickets and then met up with us afterwards at like the at the restaurant. And some of them who didn't sit with us were like I think it's some of his old Transy teammates were decked out in red stuff. So it you, know. you know, it wasn't wasn't like we were full on. Yeah. It was it was a nice mix, although it was very very much Yankees leaning for the. the well, that, that was doesn't would surprise would. me. I mean, like, when, how when how
0: often do the Yankees come play in Cincinnati?
2: Yeah, but, I mean, I think they did last year. Did they? Really? Back-to-back back years? years? In the back. Either that or we played up there. I know we played the Yankees. Well,
0: much. I mean, the Reds did play the Blue Jays think, back-to-back back years. But I want to say they did home Though well, they were both in Toronto, I think. Because then you, we played— I think they played the Reds last year in Toronto, and we played them, like, two years ago in Toronto as well. I just remember the Reds beat the Yank because the Reds,
2: like, took— Three or four from the Yankees or whatever last year, and we were making fun of it. And Dylan got thrown out of the game against the against the Reds, which was one of the more <laughs> well. Didn't surreal Bell moments get thrown out? Life. No, Bell got thrown out yesterday. I was gonna get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So, no, Boone did. Uh, we we're gonna. I was one of the more surreal moments of my life was last year, like seeing turning on the game like right before it happened, and I was like, "Did Dylan just get tossed?" And like Dylan, like again, this kid that I've played with my entire life, like from like age seven through high school, getting thrown out of the game, and then us me going to my our, our little group text and being like. Uh, hey, Dill. And two minutes later, him being like, hey, guys. <laughs> I was like, did I you think just I think you sent me that. Yeah, you <laughs> were like, like... <laughs> did you just get tossed out of the game? What do you do now? But, uh, yeah, we were making fun of him for the Reds. Uh, yeah, at the time, they were even worse than they were this year, beating the, the, the Yankees. They, they either won two or three or three or four, however many the series was. This year, not an issue as the Yankees pull off the sweep. But So, yeah, Saturday night, like, I, me and, and Mitch, we, we end up we drove up and drove back together. Just you know, we're old. We you know, we, there was a certain point. I had a couple of beers during the game, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can do any more than this. I'm just, I'm old. And so we we hit it back. Dylan was getting after it. Like Dylan was very much like catching up. Like this is you know, he he doesn't see his family very much, which is the only really downside of this job. He hardly ever sees us. So he is he's pounding. And they ended up staying out a little bit later. And I just, I just. What time was, was the game on Sunday? It was early. Was like, it's, it was like 11-15. Like, so usually like, they so are. That, yeah, I'm getting there. So it's That's like hard. that morning, Wanting to, one of our buddies texted a group. He's like, all I know is it's going to be a rough morning for Coach Lawson. <laughs> so Boone gets tossed very early. And it gets to a point now where it's like, is Dylan going to have to be the acting coach? Like he becomes, when Boone gets tossed, he's second in command. I don't know who the, the guy is who becomes the bench coach. But like he's like, if the other guy gets tossed, like Dylan's going to have to manage this team extremely hungover. <laughs> and I was kind of rooting for that. But that funny. It <laughs> uh, didn't happen. They ended up getting the job done. The Yankees pulled off the, the sweep. I met a, he brought a couple of the other coaches out to the the bar with us, which was cool. Like the strength coach, who not shockingly is a very fit, athletic man who could snap me like a twig. Uh, and a couple of the other coaches. It was it was it was fun. It was cool hearing the stories that he had, uh, most of which I could never ever tell on this show, which is fine. Boo. Yeah, I know. I, I can tell you all fair.
0: Can you give us like a clean version? No. <laughs> like we'll we we'll replace we'll replace uh, cocaine with puppies. <laughs> well No, no drugs. So, but, so the alpha was just hanging out with this box of puppies. I've not heard any drug
2: stories, but there's definitely some some interesting interesting notes. But it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Everything else was just kid related. Yesterday, I mean, we
0: no players at the at the after parties or anything. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think at least didn't see any. Really
2: yeah, I don't think. They, I don't think he brought any over. But they were like his friends who were like on the staff were very like they were like impressed with how. Like, deep his crew was, like, how many people came to see him and all this stuff. Like, oh, wow. Well, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, uh, so it was just the whole night. It was, it was a fun time. I really enjoyed it. I was really glad I went. Um, but then yesterday, just running around with the kids, just madness. I this day wasn't just a, like, I need to chill day after, after being out. And... Well, Mary, let's not forget, I mean, Mary, me, Mary it, got six. It, like, I was basically, I felt like I was awake with the kids the entire time. Like, uh, I, you know, I mean, I felt fine. I was, I, I didn't, I, I did not drink heavily, so I didn't, wasn't hungover or anything.
0: Well, that's was a good. Tired. Yeah. That's the most, i mean I mean usually when you you have to sacrifice a day to with a beer with the long COVID thing don't you yeah, but I mean I, that's the thing is like I had a
2: beer multiple days during derby week and didn't really feel feel any effects of it afterwards so like I feel I feel comfortable having like a drink or two at this point
0: I would think with the heat though I mean you're just sweating that beer out probably as much as you're putting it in
2: that's which is why like I was glad I got to go up in the concourse and just kind of yeah. Take a couple innings. Off. And then by the end of the game, it started getting a little bit shadier, which was which was nice. And then by the end of the night, it was, like, freezing. But, you know, we're out, this place where we were pl- hanging out at was outside, the little area. And it was, like, I'm wearing a polo and shorts, and I'm, like, freezing my ass off at that point. So, One of those last
0: couple games I went to was with the Reds and Cubs, which was a buddy I used to work with. I think listens to the show still, too. But uh, I think I told you, I like, I wore, like, the blacks. like I wore, like, a, I don't know why. It was a day game. And like, I was, wearing, you know, long pants like jeans and like a black uh, polo shirt, like a shirt underneath it. And by like the fourth inning, I'm starting to pass out. It's just like I'm so hot. Yeah, I was. It was. Mi- I was. I was almost miserable. I think, I want to say the Cubs ended up rolling in the game. I can't remember who
2: won that game. Stage from the sunburn though. It's all that matters.
0: Yeah, the sun. Yeah, we we, we uh, you've had bad sunburn. I've talked about me having a third degree. Yeah, all I do is burn. It's terrible. I know you and me both.
2: But now we're we're fully focused on today. Was the last? Yes. it's the last week of school. For Virginia. Last, oh. last Monday. Tomorrow's the last official day. And then she's got her big program on Wednesday. So we're uh, full on summer mode coming up. And it is now officially full on summer mode for U of L Sports. Earlier Woo. than we thought. We've well, don't don't woohoo that. We've uh, got No no woohoos. Softball gets bounced in the NCAA tournament woo-hoo, uh, woo-hoo. yesterday. Louisville baseball cannot get the job done, even though they, they're given ample opportunity. They can't even win the series against FSU. We've got a whole lot of fallout from that. The Dan McDonald debate has become, like, I thought it was going to dominate the entire show today until Louisville completed its men's basketball roster this morning with a surprise commitment, at least surprise to me and surprise to, I think, anybody who follows this because we had not heard this player's name mentioned as somebody who is being heavily pursued by Louisville. But, uh, or at all. Yeah, but we have we've wrapped up uh, Kenny Payne's second U of L roster, at least from the scholarship standpoint. And I put a poll out, poll question out there. We have the Rutherford Show question of the day. We do the question of the day. We do it every day, once every three months. But the question of the day today, and I was waiting until I, we we did kind of these types of questions last off season about Satterfield and Payne and and I think Jeff Walls and you know, just kind of like state of the the, the fan base's opinion on the coaches. And I was waiting until the roster was finalized, who this last scholarship was going to go to before uh, putting this one out there, because I was really intrigued to hear the fans' response. And you can check it out, at Car Chronicle on Twitter.
0: I, I did, and, and I voted.
2: I, I said, with the men's roster now set, which best describes your feelings on Kenny Payne going into his second season? Extremely optimistic, slightly optimistic, slightly pessimistic, or extremely pessimistic? And We've got about fifteen hundred votes so far, and I know not everybody's on Twitter, so it's not fully representative of the fan base. But I'm very surprised by some of the results, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. <clears throat> Oops, sorry, thank you. I, cough button. I know I was coming any day now with the YouTube. I games. was
0: looking <laughs> <laughs> this time next week, you'll be able to see us. You will. Next be, week, though. Be outside the window.
2: I wish. Yesterday was uh, was Dugan's birthday. And I, I oh sent, yeah, I wanted to say that. Yeah. I sent him a happy birthday to Dugan, and I sent him a text, and I was just like, "Happy birthday, man!" He's like, "I appreciate it." And then like, immediately, he's like, "He's like, sorry, things are a little rough sometimes at the
1: station." And I was like,
2: <laughs> "I was like, it's fine." It's like you don't need to apologize on your birthday. I was like it's it's fine. I was like, I was like, I love it. I enjoy the, the technical difficulties. I enjoy the you know, we're the scrappy
0: underdog. I called him up and sang him Mar- happy birthday Marilyn Monroe style. The breath, very breathy version. Yeah, like, you did that
2: to somebody on the it was show. Like, happy birthday,
0: Mr. Dugan. Mr. Foxman. But happy birthday, Dugan. I um, did it on FaceTime, which was a mistake.
2: Did you really? Yeah. That's just creepy.
0: No, what's was creepy was he's just walking around in a robe and in the middle of it, I could hear him peeing. Well,
2: that,
0: that, I was like, you are, no, you are no Nick Curran, my friend. You are not a gentleman nor a scholar.
2: Uh, so we're going to get into all these things today. We're going to talk about the. Uh, there's also an ESPN ranking of the 75 best college football quarterbacks of the 2000s, basically from the year 2000 on, which I think Louisville fans are going to have an interesting reaction to. Not a shocker that two U of L quarterbacks are featured. Uh, we'll talk about where they are and who topped that list, which I think is going to make people more upset than anything else. Um, but l- let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation. We can talk a little bit over the the first break. Louisville out of nowhere, at least to me. and maybe some people have been tipped off, but we hadn't gotten the whole eyeball emojis, like hearing good things about this guy or like, you know, just the, the the vague tweets that we've been getting for players that we haven't gotten for the last month and a half. So to me, this came out of nowhere. And if you were somebody who was tipped off about this and you just you know, you kept the information inside, great, good. Like it, it made it better, I think, for everybody that we didn't hear all this sort of innuendo and rumors about this player. But Tyler Lar Johnson, I it, it, it's I think pronounced like Tyler, but it's Ty, T-Y. T Y. Just is it just, just put as Tyler? It's Ty Lar, I think is how you say. It. Like it's just the emphasis on the the Lar. Uh, Ty Lar Johnson T Y dash a member of the 2023 class, four-star player, committed to Louisville uh, this morning, becomes the 13th scholarship player, which means there are no longer scholarships available. For next season unless somebody else moves on surprisingly. This is a again, we're bringing in a another freshman. He is a point guard. The, the the guard, the clamoring for a second lead guard has been answered. I think a lot of people expected it to be a transfer portal player, but it, it is another incoming freshman. And also, the, the maybe more surprising than that, the fact that he's 6 foot tall 160 pounds. He yeah. is a, he's a small guard. He's not you know, the, the, the prototypical Kenny Payne type player that they've been targeting in the portal, targeting in recruiting six foot five or bigger. Uh, he had previously been committed to Memphis State. The state's on purpose. Um, he decommitted back in April. He committed in, in November. Initially chose the Tigers over Seton Hall and NC State. Uh, decommitted last month. Became the second highest ranked player available at that time in the clash behind only Bronny James. Uh, it picked Louisville over or Creighton, Ole Miss, DePaul, VCU, among others. He's one of those guys who's kind of all over the place in these recruiting rankings. Like he's the the number sixty five overall player on Rivals. He's the number ninety overall player on ESPN's rankings, and he's number one ten according to two four seven Sports. So he's he's a he's a player who's kind of all over the board. He part of the reason I think is because he went from high school in the Bronx at um, Saint Benedict, our Savior Lutheran and then ended up tra- played last season in the, the overtime elite league, averaged 18.4 points, 5.7 assists, 4.8 rebounds, and 2.5 steals per game. Here's what, when he initially committed to Memphis, this is what Adam Finkelstein, who covers, he's the 24-7 sports uh, director of scouting, here's what he said about him. He said, Johnson's a volume scoring guard, put up over 30 points per game as a junior at St. Benedict's in New Jersey, and then averaged over 18 in e- the UYBL. I- He's very talented and confident with the ball, but has a tendency to dominate it at times. While he struggled a bit early on in the EYBL season, he hit his stride over the summer when some roster changes allowed him maximum volume and freedom as a playmaker. Johnson's very tight with his handle, plays with a lot of pace. He's in constant attack mode, but changes speed very well with a series of hesitation moves and is also very adept at getting into the lane and navigating tight spaces. He plays under the rim, but has a lot of touch as a layup maker. The only video, and I'm saying this just to set the table, the only video that I've watched of him is that video that's out there I put it on the website of him like his best game playing with overtime elite 29 points 13 assists 7 rebounds. So clearly I need to watch more to have a a good feel for him, but as you might expect from a highlight video from his best game, there's a lot to like yeah. about his play. I think the description that I just read from Adam Finkelstein is is pretty correct. Like one of those those guards who changes speeds really well to keep defenders off balance. He does seem to have a very good handle. Uh, you don't see him he had 13 assists in this game. You don't see a lot of the passing, so it's hard to navigate. You know, that um, seems to be a good defender. Seems to be a a good finisher. Um, I like strong enough to be an ACC caliber guard for sure. Um, How's his character? We don't know. We'll we'll find out when the Kenny Payne release comes out when they make this official. He's only committed now. He hasn't signed, so we'll we'll see if he's a high character warrior or just a high character guy when it, when it's announced. But
0: high character soldier.
2: I, I think that. And again, I'm a bit surprised that if Payne was going to break the like no guard under sixty uh, six foot five rule, he didn't do it for a transfer portal player, and instead went for yet another freshman. But this is the type of guard that we were hoping would be added with this 13th this scholarship.
0: I think the word begging is the one you're looking for.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I, I think that you now have an option if Sky Clark gets hurt, if he gets in foul trouble, if he's just not playing well. You don't have to have the L. Ellis thing from a year ago where it was like, we've got, we've got nowhere else to go. In an ideal world, Hersey Miller is improved enough to play that role, but we did not see that from him last year. Fabio Basile certainly could not play that role. I think that this kid should be good enough to step in and give you good minutes as a capable backup at the point. And let's just say that what this also does is, let's say Sky Clark is just not doing what needs to be done in this lead guard role. He's showing some flashes, but he's just not a true point guard. And let's say that Johnson is looking very good in the limited playing time he's getting early in the season. This at least gives you that ability to toy with the idea of inserting Johnson at the point guard spot, moving Sky off the ball seeing if that's a a better fit. You can at least mix and match there. I don't think that's going to happen, but at least you've got that safety net. You've got that possibility by adding this kid. I think it's a, it was a surprising addition for sure. I'm, I'm definitely surprised they didn't at least make a a stronger push to go after an experienced guard with three, four years experience, but I don't hate the addition. You, you at least got the guy who fits that. (laughs) We're going to use the, the gaping hole. Is this where we, we, what were we fitted in? Uh, the gate fills that gaping hole that was on the roster. You've got that second lead guard. You've got a guy who should be a a solid ball handler, a guy who can initiate the offense. I'm um, I, I, I I I'm I'm good with the move.
0: I'm good with it. I would have liked it to have been the name added to along with an, a, a still a, a veteran transfer same, in there. Same, Because like ideally, you, like you I'm said, this, this is what we kind of wanted to be as the backup to Sky Clark, but. I mean, it, 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 and if you don't, and, and everything you said, I mean, the one thing you avoided saying he is basically everything you think about when you think stereotypes of like New York City point guards, this is him. Yeah. I mean, it's him. He's quick. He's small. You watch that highlight reel. You see the passing. You don't see a lot of defense, but it's a highlight reel. I mean, he, he weighs 160. This is 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's not, I mean, that's like, I've ate, I ate more pizza than that. that weighed more than that over the last week and a half, but. I just, I, I mean, this the kid that you're probably still going to need to have Hersey Miller add some minutes. I, I couldn't see him playing more than maybe averaging eight to ten minutes a game <laughs> for this kid. And, and if he does, if he he's excels beyond what I expect, then then yeah. But that's kind of what I hope I expect to see. And if that's the case, and you're still going to need major minutes out of Sky, which I don't think that was any shock to think that even with the signing of this kid. But right. All that said, not being Mister Negative Nancy. I love. I, I mean, I like the signing. Is I mean, I mean, the first thing I thought was kind of like Russ Smith. I mean, he's, I think a lot of people. Have been I talking, mean, he, yeah, he, making that comparison. You fr- mentioned the New York Bronx. He played St. Benedict's, which you know it's has produced a lot of talent. Produced, the Smith brothers, Chris and Jr., played there. Uh, Isaiah Briscoe's from there. They produced a lot of talent up there. It's a point guard position as well in the guard position. So I mean, it's yeah. I'm 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 happy to see him on the court. It's exactly what I wanted. Again, I would have liked to have been like, hey, I can't wait to put this guy behind, you know, the player from the grad transfer from so and so as well. But you know what? It's it's somebody to that we're going to be hoping to see in the rotation, probably clamoring for if Sky doesn't look great right away. And defensively is going to be an issue, I'm sure, with him. But I mean, who the hell hasn't it been an issue with in this roster the last since since a got here? It's funny. Funny is not the right word, but yeah, I, maybe I, not.
2: <laughs> ever since UConn won the national title, I, I wanted to reread a book that I'd read like 10 years ago. It's actually Adrian uh, Wojnarowski wrote about uh, big Bob Hurley, like the, the, the Hurley father who coached uh, St. Anthony High School, won mm-hmm. a bunch of national titles. It's called The Miracle of St. Anthony. And part of it, like at, at this time, the book's being written. Dan Hurley is just taking over St. Benedict's Prep and, and he's, he's trying to turn it into a national powerhouse and all this stuff and blazing his own way. And so, like, it's, it's funny that we now take a kid who played a year at St. Benedict's, um, just as I'm, like, reading like, deep in the heart of New Jersey, New York basketball, I like that we're getting – he was – this year was the highest-ranked player from the state of New York, which is still something. It, yeah. He's not – this was not a great class from, from New York, but when you get the top-rated player from New York, you're typically getting a guy – who can get buckets. And I think that what's, that's what Louisville's getting in Tyler Johnson. I would and like and the fact this that, kid last
0: year personally. But.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think he would, you, you, ideally you would like to have him kind of with the year to get some playing mm-hmm. time, but he didn't happen. Um I, I think Louisville fans understandably have drawn that comparison to Russ Smith. And why wouldn't you I mean? God, I mean, he's his Jersey retired. It'd be nice if we could get another one of those. Not to mention he's
0: six foot one sixty. I think that was probably what Russ
2: was coming out of high school, right? If that, yeah. Yeah. I he was, so, I mean, he... He, he was tiny for sure, but, I think that this was – the primary need has been filled. you got a guard. you yes. got a kid who is like, – yes. Memphis thought he was going to play, but they were sad to see him go when he announced his decommitment. They thought he was going to play a big role. He's going to play a role on this team. I'm with you. I think in an ideal world, you hope that Sky Clark is good enough and that we have somebody, whoever it is, whether it's Mike James, Trenton Flowers, Kron Davis, somebody else who steps up and they're they're good – as that second guard, and they can play in the backcourt with him. They can take some pressure off him, and we don't need Tyler Johnson to come in and play 20 minutes a game.
0: I and mean, if you're looking to, to just one of those people, who just want to have to find a way to add roses to everything and make everything. I mean, this is a New York City point guard coming off a tournament where we saw dominated, well, region dominated by a New York City point guard who was six foot, sure. two hundred pounds. I mean, I did take him like five years to get there. But, I, but I, still, I'm just saying you're looking to add the rose. If you're trying to be the rosy side of everything. That's something you can add. And, and like I said, you said Memphis was going to Creighton, who, you know, the style of game they want to play would make you think this is a kid that can go up and down and, and put up some points. And I, I think, I like I said, I, I wouldn't, I, I'd i like to see him, especially some of the early games, exhibition games, the, you know, games we should win, your, your you know, Bellarmine's and stuff. But, you know, when we get a hard ACC play, if I can get eight to 10 minutes of them, I'll, that will be more than content.
2: Now... We can talk big picture because the roster is finalized here. And there's no question. Let's let's just nip any sort of like you guys are being negative. Let's nip that right in the bud. There's no question to me the talent level has been upped on this roster. The issue, if you're looking at this compared to the rest of the country, is it's an extremely young team, again. Definitely. You've got one senior on the roster. In J.J. Trainer, you've got hmm. Brand Huntley-Hatfield, who's a junior, who could easily be a sophomore. He basically is a sophomore. He'd be you know, reclassed, went
0: early at, uh, at Tennessee. Well, you can argue the same thing about Trainer, with the last year and everything I've said before. But Yeah,
2: yeah but, I mean, age-wise. Like, Huntley-Hatfield no, you're right, yeah, probably I mean, could be yeah, you're right, he'd, sophomore he'd class.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You've got right. Mike James, who's in his third year of college basketball, but is a, a redshirt sophomore. You've got Karan Davis, who's a junior college transfer. You've got Danilo Yovanovich, who's technically a transfer sophomore, but played – I mean, he's basically a freshman. Sky Clark, sophomore, played a half season last year as, as, a, as a freshman. Then you've got now Johnson – Okorafor is a sophomore, Emmanuel Corfor, I've left him out. i kind roster. of – gets kind of <laughs> lost in the shuffle a little bit. But then you've got Caleb Glenn, Curtis Williams, Dennis Evans, um, Trenton Flowers a reclass, Tyler Johnson – All true freshmen, all guys that—that's five, right? You mentioned five. I I think that you've got three of those who you're expecting to play a pretty significant role on this year's team. It's a very young team in a day and age where very young teams are not having a whole lot of success in college basketball, at least like like winning national titles and going to final fours. You can be a good—I mean, Alabama last year was a very—they were the number one overall seed. They were a young team for sure. They did have a nice mix of of talented veterans in in the middle there, but they were freshman-laden, freshman-heavy, and they had a great season. Um, Kentucky is going to be very freshman-heavy this season. They had some—they're freshman-heavy last year. They had a good year. It ended longer than they want. Like, you can make the tournament. You can have good seasons being freshman-heavy. You're just not winning at the highest level right now with this combination. I think, and I don't know if you will agree or disagree with this, I think the roster is talented enough that you look at it and you say an elite-level coach takes this team to the NCAA tournament, which is what I wanted to happen this offseason. I think that you now have a legitimate litmus test for this coaching staff. And you can say, all right, upgraded the talent. You got some of the pieces that you liked from last year back. You should be able to develop them, make them even better than they were a year ago. You've got less glaring weaknesses on the roster from a just strategic standpoint. You're trying to implement your system. You're trying to implement your culture. If you're not at least in the conversation for making the tournament, to me, it's a huge red flag that this is just isn't going to work. And if you do, awesome. Let's keep it going. Let's be even better the year after that. Let's try to get back to competing for national titles. That's what I... And that's this is what we wanted. We wanted to at least feel like we had a shot going into the season. I feel like with this roster, we have a shot.
0: And, and the fact that you... you and, uh, I'm not completely disagreeing with you. I just, I don't emphasize. I think that this roster is clearly more talented than last year's. I can see where you, why you would think that. And and I understand it. That's, I just, I don't I mean, I I think last year's was probably more talented than we got four four wins as well. And we didn't, only got four wins out of it. I think this team should be more talented. I just, I'm not 100% confident it can be or will be. And that's mostly to do with the worries. My, my worries on the coaches, coaching staff, bringing the best and improving the players. From last year to this year, but that said, if this from this team should be <clears throat> excuse me, a team that is at least in the, I don't, I, I want to say tournament discussion, but this is a team that should not win less than fifteen games.
2: I think that's that's safe to say. I think that that's very fair. I, I think if it's a team that at no point in the season are we talking about them looking like they have a shot to make the tournament. That's when you're like, this isn't going to work.
0: To me, I mean, we could be in that situation. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, this is, it, it's, it's, I do feel like we have are, are somewhat repeating ourselves a little bit from last year. to This year, with the way the team is built, uh, there are a few different additions. I mean, obviously Evans coming in, but like I said, I mean, we also had Hatfield coming in last year, who was a quote unquote five star, and then you, know, you hope that guys like James and Trainer will get better. We kind of thought, hopefully, you know, guys like Curry and Trainer would have been more better last year as well, or Withers and they didn't really make the progress. I mean, Ellis, you can claim, you know, had a better year, but also his numbers were also product of the fact he played 18 more minutes and took twice as many shots as he did a year before. I mean, that's that will help you that help your scoring go up 7 points a game. Uh I just yeah, but I do I do like the fact that when I look at this roster though, I do look at this roster and think, okay, if this coaching staff can make me crow and I have no problem doing it. Then this team should at least be competitive in the ACC. And like I said, minimum 15 games, because you shouldn't be losing your out-of-conference games short of, you know, your trip up against IU and UConn and so forth. Like, you shouldn't be losing to any of your Bellermans or your Lindstroms and anybody like that. That should not be happening this year. And if it does, even in one game, there's, you know, again, we'll we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, but that, that concern bell will be ringing.
2: All right, let's take a break. We talked a, a while there. I, I've got a few more thoughts I want to get to, then we'll take some thoughts on the, the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show reacting to the completed U L men's basketball roster here on 1450 and 961 The Big X. Hey, this is Mike for show here on the 1450 and one, The Big X. Hope your weekend was stellar. As we look ahead towards it, I can't believe it's already, like, May's coming to an end. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're diving into the heart of summer months. Feels like it happened very fast. Like, I feel like we just started taking Virginia to school this year. I know that all parents talk about this, and everybody, when they get a certain age, talks about time flying. But, like, I feel like this school year was 10 times faster than last year. And it blows my mind to think that, like, in three months, we're going to be taking John to school for the first time. It's, it's They're both going to go. We're never going to have just one kid going in the morning anymore. It all happens very quickly. We're
0: going to be doing this for two years and in, like, like, two months. I know.
2: I know. It, that, that That's wild, too, to me. That's insane. It feels like 17, but.
0: Like, just the other day that had, we had John a, a Skype i him, the only one that wouldn't turn my camera on because I was naked in the hotel room. That sounds about right. <laughs> that's when I knew this was you're, the place for me. You're like, what? <laughs> Who is this guy I've heard about? But is producing my show. I mean, That's
2: when I was sold. I, I want to talk real quickly before we take text on this. Okay. The, the poll question that I put out there, and I, I've been talking about this for a while, talking about mm-hmm. when the roster's finalized, I kind of want to get a, a sense of where the fan base stands. I asked, what best defines your feelings on Kenny Payne going into a second season now, now that we have this roster set? Extremely optimistic, slightly optimistic, slightly pessimistic, or extremely pessimistic. Before I I talk about what we're looking at right now, I'll tell you what I thought was going to happen. I thought thought slightly optimistic was going to be the leader. I thought it would be fairly close between slightly optimistic and slightly pessimistic with slightly optimistic winning by like, I don't know, five to ten points. And then I thought extremely pessimistic would be the third choice because if you're going to go to one or two extremes, I feel like the negative one is always more attractive. Than the, the positive one in this day and age, especially when you're coming off of a really bad year. So I thought it was going to go slightly oppo, slightly peso, extremely peso, extremely oppo. Like I thought that's that was going to be the order. Well, here's what happened, and we've got over fifteen hundred votes now.
0: Are you allowed to vote yourself on your own poll.
2: No, you can't. That's funny. I would have. I'll say I would have been, and we both said this before. I would have been slightly pessimistic. That's what been, I voted
0: for, vote. to be, for the record. Uh, I, I guess if I tell you vote, that doesn't come sure, true, right? That's exactly how it works. sure. <laughs> so, with uh,
2: 1,554 votes, slightly optimistic is a runaway yeah. winner. 48.1% of the vote. More than twice as many people who voted for slightly pessimistic voted for slightly optimistic. And then extremely optimistic is got more votes by a slight amount than extremely pessimistic. So... Forty-eight point one percent say slightly optimistic. Twenty-two point seven say slightly pessimistic. Fifteen point six say extremely optimistic, and thirteen point four say extremely pessimistic. This is, a, and again, I, I do take into account the fact that not everybody is on Twitter. This is not a scientific poll, but it is a fairly large chunk. It's a larger sample size than you're going to see for most polls that are out there. We're going to end up by the time this is over with about probably between two and three thousand votes. That's a, it's a large sample size, relatively speaking, and it seems like the fan base maybe is a little bit more optimistic than you would assume. Listening to you know us reading the text line when I walk around and in, in, in public and people talk to me like this weekend, it, like it just seems like it's all gloom and doom. It, it's very much like a, I'm excited about these players. I'm intrigued about this, but I just don't have any faith that it's going to get significantly better, and yet. What we're looking at here is, is a lot of people saying, like, I'm kind of pumped. I, I, I'm kind of excited about this. I, I'm not 100% sure that it's going to work, but I'm more, I lean more towards it working than I lean towards it failing, which surprises me a little bit.
0: I, I'm surprised. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if you told me slightly optimistic was like ahead, but I would have thought it'd been like in the very, like, within like one or 2% of pessimistic in the mid 30s together. And then the other two would have been whatever they would have been. I, I, I would, thought it was going to be closer. Yeah, sure. I did too. I mean, and you know what? I mean, maybe that. I mean, if you're slightly, if you're optimistic in any way, personally, whether it be slightly or extremely, I mean, I mean, there are multiple reasons. One, you could, you know, the, the 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 season that was that that was you know a wear and tear on our souls and our and our and our hearts and our minds and our bodies. You know, is it's kind of you know. This is a microwave memory society. I mean, it may, it may have been long enough that you've kind of moved on a little bit, maybe forgotten as much about it, and you see you see the class coming in, and you make you optimistic, slightly optimistic. The other option is that ignorance is bliss, but nonetheless, I, I guess to be, I I wish I could be slightly optimistic. I really do. I'd rather be slightly. I was, Same. I was more slightly to extremely optimistic going into last year. Um, a lot of that based on unknown. And with this team, there is still a lot of unknown. I mean, we just talked about you I mean, you have five new t- names coming in that, you know, at least maybe two, if not three, are going to be contributors to this team. Uh, that's just the freshman, I guess. Sky would be six. I mean, there's several new faces. So, I mean, there is reason to, you know, have optimism from the unknown a little bit more. But the reason I'm not, I'm more pessimistic than optimistic is because despite the unknown players, I I do know somewhat, I saw enough the coaching staff that I need them to prove me wrong, and they just haven't had a chance to do it yet. I, like I said, I want to be proved wrong. I can be proved wrong early on, but you got to do it first before you get me to, you know, you're gonna, you going to get me to commit. You're going to have to put a ring on the finger.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I remember going back and looking at the results when we had the poll question up because somebody had asked, you know, which is more likely, does Louisville basketball Make the NCAA tournament or Louisville football win six games? I think that was was, was the, the the poll question. That was before last, last season. season, yeah. 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 And, and like some of the responses, you know, you go back and you look <laughs> at it, and the there was some unbridled enthusiasm out there. Uh, this year, hmm. I think you're seeing more people are playing it more close to the vest for sure. And this, I mean, poll results like this shouldn't shock you. I, I know that it whether we're talking about sports or we're talking about general news or politics or whatever, you know, it gets made out to seem like it's two extreme groups pitted against each other constantly when the reality is most people are more close to the middle. Like, you know, we talk on the, on the air and we look at some of the stuff that's going on in social media and some of the the comments that we get on the text line. And it very much feels like it's people who say Kenny Payne can do no wrong versus people who say Kenny Payne can do no good. And everybody else is like, these few people are kind of, the reality is more people are in the middle there where it's like, I'm not thrilled with the way that last year went, but I also can acknowledge that we're recruiting very well. I like some of the things that we've done with the roster, and I hope that it's going to be better this year. And I saw a lot of people commenting, like saying, if, if there was a cautiously optimistic, I would choose that option, which I, I kind of wanted to be the slightly optimistic. I kind of thought that was the the read There is That option is for people who say, I like that we have a top five class coming in. I like that we've got you know, a couple of big time, Transfers coming in, but I'm also aware of, of just how much of a failure last season was. So while I'm excited, I'm not, it's not unbridled enthusiasm, which I respect. And I'm kind of the opposite side where I'm like, I was so affected by what happened last year and the fact that we didn't get a whole lot better as the year went on and did not up our effort level that I'm like, I also can acknowledge and, and see and be excited about the fact that we have a top five class coming in, that we have, I think, two really good grad, tra- not grad transfers, but normal transfers coming in who are immediately eligible. But I'm, like, like you said, I'm going to have to see it to really buy into this being not just better than last year, because I've already guaranteed we're going to win more than four games. Wow. Guar- Mike Rutherford, guarantee, yeah. circle it again, write it down again for the fifth time. We, need to, be, three, down, we <laughs> need to be, I'm going to hunt you down. We need to be, I'm going to hunt myself down. I'm going to take myself off the air. <laughs> we need to be way, way better. And we should be in this day and age, if we have a coach who's good enough to one day win a national title here, we should be way, way, way better than we were a year ago. So that's where like my slight pessimism is in relation to my specific standard for year two for Kenny Payne, which is, as we've said many times, I think we should be an NCAA tournament team. And if we're not, we need to be really close. We need to at least be in that conversation. If we have a 16-win season, a 17-win season, a 15-win season, where we are never, not one day in any of these bracketologies that are out there, we're never talked about as a legitimate NCAA tournament team, and it's like we're just kind of you know, we're slightly better than we were a year ago, a little bit better in these regards.
0: Then to me, that's not good enough. Um, uh, and the, the thing is, the other, short of sky, and I, I agree with you by the way. But, but the short of sky, like you can't, you can only expect so much impact from everyone else coming in in this on this new that's new on this team. I mean. Maybe just because he was—I mean, the recruit size he was—plus he, you know, did play. I know in thirteen games, but he also was with the—you know—practicing at least with Illinois. I would assume. Well, Trey White too. I mean, well, you're right, Trey. I right, do—I do forget about Trey White. Okay, you're right. So I will say those two. What I'm more thinking about is like how much improvement we're going to see out of James Withers, a trainer, and Honey Hatfield. We need to see that too for sure. Because if those guys don't show improvement, then we're just—we're just. We're just Running on a treadmill here, and we're not we're not we're not going to be in a we're not going to be anywhere near the tournament. And I mean, and training Sky, Sky can in be great, but I mean, you, you just need you're going to need more than that. And and I think that's obvious. You you need to see if not all three of those guys definitely take their game to another level, particularly James and Henley Apple. I think Trainers kind of where he is, and I'm okay with that. Is a good role player. You're good. You'll get a couple, a game maybe every so often where he can put up big numbers, but. The most parties, the guy's going to average maybe eight to nine points a game. You know, five to seven rebounds. Be it, you know, does some glue work stuff, and that's great. You need that. But so, with, when James and Huntley Hatfield are the ones I need, I, I need to see an improvement out of both of them, especially in the scoring categories and defensively as well. Mainly though. Last thing here before we, we call it an hour,
2: with the way that the roster is being built, I the, the only other concern that I have because I think this would be a very exciting development for Louisville men's basketball if this were. 10 years ago and Kenny Payne was a first year head coach because you've got a lot of guys on this roster that I think can develop into being very good college basketball players, maybe two, three, four years down the line. Caleb Glenn, Curtis Williams, Dennis Evans, I think is, is still probably going to be a work in progress on offense. Uh, Tyler Johnson probably fits that mold. But let's say like, like all of these kids... I can't speak for them, but I would assume in this day and age, like most of these kids come in expecting to play big time minutes as a freshman, regardless of what people are saying. I mean, I'm sure that Curtis Williams is coming to college with the mindset of like, I'm going to, I'm going to start eventually. Like I'm going to be a guy who plays for this team. I'm going to build us back. I'm going to play my role, but eventually I'm going to be out there 25, 30 minutes a game. I mean, look, Trey White was a kid at USC last year who did play a ton of minutes as a true freshman. And he still thought he should have been playing more and he went for a better opportunity somewhere else. There is my point is, if Kenny Payne is building this roster with the intention of being really good, two years from now or three years from now, I don't know if that's the right way to go. One, I don't know if he has time. Like I, again, we don't know what Josh Hurd's personal bar is. We don't. We don't know if he's going to be fine with Kenny Payne winning only thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen games, whatever it is this year. Two. Who's to say that? I mean, if Tyler Johnson doesn't come in and play 25 minutes this year, there's no guarantee that he's coming back as a sophomore. There's no guarantee that we're going to see Caleb Glenn, Curtis Williams, even Trenton Flowers come back after this year, even if they have good, productive freshman seasons where they're relied upon fairly heavily on this team. I mean, look across the country. Got teams Last are, year's
0: roster. Look at, I mean, yeah. we. <laughs> what well, you
2: expected, our situation is unique. Losing four, w- winning four games, having a new coach, and just wanting to start from scraps. But I mean, I don't think Andy Enfield thought he was going to lose Trey White, who was an all Pac 12 fre- like freshman team member. I'm sure that there are kids that we're going to be, that Kenny Payne likes, that he's, you know, would like to see more minutes for next year or two years from now, who are just like, you know, it's this day and age is new. I'm looking for a better situation, even if this year goes pretty well. So I don't know if you can put all your eggs in the basket of slow playing kids to the point where they're getting a little bit of time as freshmen and then their junior year, it's, it's really going to click. They're really going to shine. They're going to become big-time college players because that might be true, but recent history says it, it's going to happen at a different program. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just kind of the way it goes now. But, uh, again, like all things here, we'll find out in the line. All right. Trevor and I have rambled on enough. That was a full hour of that. We will uh, take some texts after the break, 502 1450 We'll also get into this Dan McDonald and Louisville baseball discussion, which has people equally fired up. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on a Monday on 1450 and one. The Big X. Mm-hmm.
1: And calm watching the ships roll in. Then I watch them roll away again Yeah I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Ooh, yes. Sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time I left my home in Georgia Headed for the Frisco Bay. Cause I had nothing to live for. It looks like nothing's gonna come my way.
0: So I'm just gonna sit on the dock, dock of the bay. I oh, agree. Wow. Watching the tide roll away. I told you this. This is the first song to be named number one. On a dock bay. Oh, really? Way I, I want to say. I say that now. I can't remember now if this was before or after Janis Joplin's song. They were the first two I know. Now it's become somewhat more common, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, they were one of the first two to actually ever be that.
2: Hour number two of the Rutherford Show here. We started off with a congratulations to a friend of the program, our guy Ken Taylor. He's been out of work now for he's since leaving uh, Wave 3 a few months ago. He's coming back strong. He's joining the WLKY team. This is right. just like Durant. KTD. What <laughs> we call him around here? He's joining up with the, the W. Whoa, what was that? What was? What did you do? I did nothing. That was Richard, very loud. That was very, like, what I, did you press? There's no buttons in here, so I pressed nothing. You
0: just, I didn't press anything. <laughs> no, you clearly. What did you do? What I did do, you do? I literally did. Oh, I, thought, I thought you screwed up. Oh, i I'm not. I didn't really push anything. There's nothing You're, to push your, mi- here. I think it was just your mic just like. Shorted? Had a quick short in it, yeah. Well, it
2: has been working well for a full week, so it's it about went, that time. It went Martin short on us. It's about that time for it to break. But Kent Taylor going to WOKY. Uh, he'll team up with the, the Calgill dynasty over there. Of course, Fred has one year left before he's retired. I mean, Kent Taylor joins just in time for the Calgill retirement tour. He's going to have no focus on himself for a full year. I think he's coming in to replace. I think that's probably a safe bet there. Got to learn the robes. Yeah, upgrade. <laughs> he shaved his Santa beard, which made me sad.
0: He's <laughs> I was driving last night. I was driving home, and I was like, "I'm gonna stop White Castle." I was like, "Pull White Castle." hands to game on the radio. I'm just jamming at that thing. <laughs> Neither here, nor there, but okay. It was followed right after a Britney Spears song, and I was like, "I still just love to jamming." Um, five
2: hundred two, four one four, fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. We spent a lot of the, of the first hour. They're talking about Tyler Johnson, the latest piece, the final piece of the 2023-24 Louisville men's basketball roster. Um we we'll get your thoughts now.
0: And we confirmed that it is Tyler, not just Tyler. Tyler.
2: Based on the video that I watched, the commentating crew, the announcing crew, was, was calling him that. I just, I'm just, i going to stick with Tyler until I hear otherwise. Yeah, you don't call any of those players by their real name. So. Well, I mean, Why should this be any different?
0: <laughs> I feel like he just added the E to the end of dirt. and It's like, like, it's your day. <laughs> what do you call Yv- Neil Yovanovich? What do you call him? Dino. Dino.
2: Tyler passes to Dino. People are like, what the hell is Tyler? <laughs> it's sweep. I should do play-by-play.
0: Hey, but of all things. Huntfield. Bradley over there. Hatfield has never no, gotten it right. Him, he, if he doesn't step up his game for getting his name right, he may just, I may just screw his up on purpose now. Thank God we got Trey White. The one guy that you can't remember is that has the easiest name on the entire team. <laughs> I don't know. Mike James is pretty easy to remember. You need Mike James and Trey My, White to have big years. Mike James is basically to you. Mike James has got the name that like, comes up in the auto generator when you're creating a player on a video game. <laughs> we should,
2: this should be a better year if we start having to play some more su- subs. You're gonna have a rough time. But hey,
0: I've been good about Sky. i haven't called calling Sky more in a while. You called him Sky Morris a few times, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> like the first yeah. the first month we had him on the rock. I think also like last week <laughs> probably. I've been trying to just call him Sky without just just going like to share a mo uh, with him. Just one name only. We have a uh, – <laughs> we've got a holdover KRC t- text
2: here. TJ, your favorite major is the PGA. It's got to be most people's fourth. Definitely the most bland, least special, and unique compared to the other three. That is kind of – that's a very, like, contrarian take from TJ. I feel like the PGA Championship is typically most people's fourth favorite major.
0: I mean, you know how I'm with, with golf. Do you know who won? Um, oh, uh, Brooks Galapa Whoa. Copia. Galapa? Did you say Galapa? <laughs> Co- Copia. Co- 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 yes. Coca-Cabana.
2: Nailed it. Brooks.
0: <laughs> Brooks Capri Sun. Brooks Kepka. Kepka. Right. Kepka. that's it. He did win. On, yeah, uh, I got it right. On yeah. Sure. Well, ESPN sent me the alert. Why point, not? I yeah. Uh, I. But even somebody who, who can name all four of the majors, it's the British, the PGA, um, Masters and US Open. Nailed it. Call me the Carpenter baby. get the four tennis grand slams, real quick. Go. Wimbledon, French, uh, US Open, and Oh, it's the fourth. You know it. You know it. Because the French started today. French is
2: is is going on. Well, man, James,
0: yeah. Uh, even though everybody pulled out. Yeah. Wimbledon, French.
2: Oh. It's, it's a different time of the year. It's
0: I don't know what is it?
2: Australian. I knew
0: it. I knew it was a different country. I knew it Knew it. i thought you had it i they both had u.s open that's the easy one to remember it's gonna eat you up all day. that's the uh, oh it would have i would have if you hadn't mentioned you know i was gonna google it here in a second <laughs> <laughs> but like two minutes later in the conversation australian open <laughs> but i kind of i mean i get where you're coming from like if you were to ask me like which one's like yeah the 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 pj does have like the least sexiest of the, the like the british and the you know, the the British Open and the and Masters. And it does have the it does have the less sex with you like. The, life the other three all have like a defining quality. The Masters is at
2: Augusta every year. Yeah. That's it. The pageantry, all that stuff.
0: Like, think the British think of the big 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 grass and British is like it's the rough. The,
2: the birthplace of golf. Yep. It's, it's link style. It's just
0: different. Think Greg Norman.
2: The US Open is always it's the toughest. They try to break you. And then the PGA is just kinda like yeah, it, it's different depending on the course. Like the like Valhalla next year won't be as tough as Oak Hill was this past year. It's it, it's kind of the wild card. And I feel like it's the one of the uh, of the majors where you, like kind of an average golfer again relative to PGA standards, like a, whatever a golfer can win the easiest, although that hasn't happened as much recently.
0: Doesn't it have the most Cinderella's? Didn't the John Daly one?
2: Yeah, I mean, well Daly also he won the British.
0: Well, yeah, but he came onto the scene when he won the, the PGA. Yeah, I mean, like right? we,
2: like the first year we had the PGA in '96, like Mark Brooks beat out Kenny Perry. It was, you know, which I, okay. I love again. I got that ball marker from from the, the Valhalla playing that thing, and it's got the three champions because they, they very much elevate that. They want to elevate the fact that Tiger Woods won it and Rory McIlroy won it, arguably the two biggest names of golf for the last twenty years. But then they also have to acknowledge that Mark Brooks also won it. So they've got that they have this ball marker that's like PGA 2024. And it's like past. It's like Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy. And Mark Brooks, like very quietly down there at the bottom. Mark
0: just... Brooks. Don't, 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 don't Mark. Mark. Brooks has done his hell. We looked up his Wikipedia, We yeah, yeah, he had a couple other. But other... still not Tiger and Rory. I think he's still golfing, if I remember right. Not quite the name <laughs> recognition as the other two. No, no, he doesn't. But I, I would say, is it safe to say, just by talking about the tennis, just saying, go as well, that the PGA is kind of like the equivalent to tennis, what the Australian Open is. It's the, it's fourth. Yes, for sure.
2: Yeah. that's very good comparison.
0: Um, All right. I actually got a good comparison comment about golf and tennis. Yeah. I mean, I like I'm the, done. peace out suckers, but the weird thing is like, I'm kind of, I'm like the reverse with
2: the Australian is not my like, Wimbledon is my favorite well, yeah. in tennis, but like I do like the Australian because it's, I used to always watch it cause I was a night owl and it would start at like you know, cover starts at like 11 PM and it goes to 5 AM. So always I had it on in the background with always watching it. You to get
0: to have the French in. open too right now, though, don't you?
2: The French is like way too early. It's like 4 AM. Like, is that what like, it is? Five, yeah. And then it goes through the morning. The French also just kind of suck. I, mean,
0: of I think didn't, I like everybody, didn't everybody pull out? Like, I think Murray Nidal's pulled. Nadal's not playing. Yeah, and Nadal's Nidal, you know,
2: yeah. won it like 35 times in the last 36 years, uh, which just, so it sucks. All right, Texter, 502-414-1450. Texter says, I genuinely believe this year's roster is better than last year's. With that being said, KP is out here assembling a roster like he's going to coach through this entire contract. This coaching staff doesn't seem to be concerned with winning right now which is very frustrating and disappointing coming off the worst season in team history. It's kind of related to the final point that I made there. It does seem like he's building a roster like it's 10, 15 years ago with the intention of being here for two or three years from now. And I don't know. And again, like we don't have – Josh, come on the show. We'll have you on. We'll we'll, we'll ask the question. We don't know exactly what Josh Hurd's barometer is for Kenny Payne getting a third year. But but coming off of a four-win season – like. One would assume, and maybe this is a poor assumption, but one would assume that if Kenny Payne has a only slightly better year in year two, it's not going to be enough to get him a year three. Like if we win 12 games, 13 games, my hunch is he gets tossed. like he's gone and we start over. but he's not I mean, this is a roster that just screams, could be kind of good this year, maybe gets into the tournament as like an eight nine ten seed. And then if they're able to keep guys and keep recruiting this well, look out for, for next year. Look out for, for two years from now. And I don't know if that's the right mentality to have when you're coming off of 4-28 and 28 in your debut season.
0: Even if, play, let's say, Mac or Pegues had stayed on last year and won, like, 13 games with that roster last year. If this was the exact same roster and this was Payne's first year, I would be extremely optimistic. For sure. So, yeah, very good That kind of tells you how I feel about Payne a little bit right now from when you're coaching, but that's where I would be. Uh, the other thing is with Josh, it, it really—you're right. I mean, we don't know. I mean, we had him on. I don't know how honest he'd be with us, but I like to believe he would be completely one hundred percent honest. He like, tries to talk, where he's like, "We're like, like, no, tell us that. What? Give us a number." He's like, "Well, you can't give us a number. <laughs> Name the number." Uh, I would say sixteen. <laughs> Write it down. Circle it. There it is. She's like, is. Eighty-three. <laughs> I don't know. What eighty three My luggage combination. 40, 40. <laughs> he's just, a, anything less than a perfect season, he's, he's just, gone. doesn't even have his pin number and everything. He's out of panic. <laughs> uh, if, if, if this last year was, did did he go into last year, he being Josh, heard with a number bar set for like the minimum, like like we did kind of 13, 12, 14, whatever.
2: I think last season exceeded everyone's worst fears.
0: Or did he go into last year saying, I'm going to let Kenny set the bar? And if that's the case, then you know if this team only wins twelve games, maybe we do see a third season. I'd like to hope that's not the case, but let's make all these conversations just null and void. Okay,
2: let's win twenty games. Let's win twenty-five games. Let's just let's let's push. Let's yeah. do, let's do what Scott Satterfield didn't do. Although he did, you know, make it not a conversation anymore by just leaving, which was nice. But you know <laughs> we wanted to win eight nine games to not have those conversations to just you know, get out of purgatory. Kenny Payne can make the same play by winning. You know, I think if he wins 20 games, I'm not sure that that guarantees us going to the NCAA. If we were like 20-11, and 11, if the ACC is not a lot better, and if we don't have a great run in non-conference play, that definitely doesn't guarantee you a spot in the NCAA tournament. But 20 wins with this roster I think would instill a lot of confidence in the fan
1: base.
0: I mean, can you imagine if this team just kind of slips in, say, an 11-seed play-in. That will be great. And then wins that play-in game and then pulls, gets to the second round but then comes and falls short against the three-seed. I mean, and this should be a team. I mean, team, the, the year three would just be. I mean,
2: as young as we are, like, it should be a team where I know every team gets better as the season goes yeah. on, but like we should, like, our improvement should exceed the improvement of these more veteran laden teams. Like they're, they should start the year closer to their ceiling than we're going to. So hopefully, you know, if, if we get in the NCAA tournament, we'll be a team with a lot of momentum that's playing with a lot of confidence and, uh, you know, we could do some damage. But that's all looking far down the line.
0: They released a new Indiana Jones movie today.
2: I saw that <laughs> I don't want to get into that conversation, but I saw <laughs> the Harrison Ford video from I mean did, film did Harrison
0: Ford like just make bad investments as he broke?
2: I saw like so they <laughs> like, did he, like they gave in Bernie oh, no. They gave it a standing ovation. They give every film it can gets, like, a standing ovation, which is ridiculous. And a five-minute standing ovation basically means that, like, the film sucks. Like, <laughs> like, like good films get, like, 20-minute standing ovations. Okay films get 12. If you get five, it means your film was crap. And, like, I guess nobody told Harrison Ford that, so they're all standing. and He's, like, crying as he, like, acknowledges the crowd. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's not a, not a great look. I mean, do you
0: remember how bad the last one was? I never saw it. It was so bad that it, 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 it garnered the, the phrase, nuking the fridge. It was. It's the movie equivalent of Jumping the Shark. That's how bad that movie was. Is Sky, Sky LaBeouf in this one too, is he? Say that again? Whatever his name is. Like... Sky LaBouffe, is that what you called him? What is his name, Labuff. Shia. Shia, whatever, yeah. That dude sucks. He's like the modern you day. You got Sky Clock on your mind now. <laughs> he's, he's, like the, he's like the new generation version of uh, Elijah Wood to me. Like, it's, it's like He annoys me to death.
2: Uh, Texas, the Jack Harlow movie was pretty good. You undersold how well the characters and emotions are. I watched it Saturday so I could hear Trevor talk about it, but oh well. I did like that this person texted us hand, on Saturday hand, night hand up. and said w- halfway through the Jack Harlow movie, it's better than I expected. Okay,
0: hope, 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 did he stop
2: there? <laughs> no, because then he no he texted us Saturday night and said halfway through, okay. and then he said this today during the show.
0: Hey, hand up because we have a short show tomorrow because the bass game at five thirty. Uh, but hand up, I will watch uh the new one tonight, and I, we will do. So if you are anticipating the Trevor movie, the Tuesday Trevor movie review tomorrow will be white man can't jump starring Jack Harlow and um, some random black dude. I can never remember his name. I don't know <laughs>
2: Akira Wells, Akira walls. I think he's good in the movie. Texture says, <laughs> it's the Simpsons. Stay the line, Mike go big perp. Hey, ever since I started cutting those spots,
0: they haven't lost. I thought you were here when I got here today. Oh, Big Perp! I walked in the studio yelling, Go, Big Perp! I, <laughs> but there was no... I thought you were here for some I guess the car I thought was yours out front and you weren't here, though. And I'm going to play Thankfully, it up. no one was here, because I can imagine someone be like, What
2: the hell was that? These yeah. texts are only going to be played up more. I mean, I'm emphasizing all-you-can-eat seats on the next read, and then I'm going to be like, Go, Big
1: Perp! Big
2: Perp! They can't lose since we started doing those commercials. No. Eat a seat. Racing's rolling.
0: We invented a whole new slang term.
2: They won five matches last week at their different levels. Did they really? They won in the uh, NWSL Cup. They won over the weekend in their standard league game. They're uh, an under 18 team won. They're rolling.
0: You can't handle the perp.
2: You can't handle the perp right now. Texas says As an Orioles fan, I'm thrilled with the weekend sweep of the Jays. Ooh. No. Your boys are super talented, TK. How do you size up their season so far? They're scuffling a bit, and the manager seems a little flaky. Commentators mentioned several boneheaded things he has said and done recently. Yeah, he's well,
0: the man, fire. the manager's John Schneider. I'm not making that up.
2: It's, I mean, that's his, that's his name. I mean, it's, which you should have known, like going into it. Like, I, yeah. I, did you see the quote? Well,
0: he was the one that was kind of promoted last year, kind right. of on a whim, and I think because the you know how we have real, a young real quick. Team did in. you see the
2: clip of him like last week where he's yelling at somebody and he's like he's like shut up, shut up, fat boy, shut up, fat boy, <laughs> fat boy, and like he's a. Overweight gentleman himself. I'm like, who is he calling fat? Boy? Well, we're allowed to do that. Is that what it is? Yeah, like, if
0: you're fat, you can make fat jokes. But it's not really a joke. It's like a it, it well, feels you can like say it though.
2: It's de- but it's like a derogatory
0: thing. Well, yeah, but it's okay because he's fat and I'm fat, so we but can we can point that out.
2: Your Jays are struggling.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, the sad thing is it's not as much as that they're struggling. It's that they're a good team in a division that if you're not the goods not gonna cut it. You get buried. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got the uh, the, uh, the O's to... Our texts are right there, point out. And, I, and my buddy John Renshaw, who's a big O's fan, was texting me over the weekend as well, reminding me how good they are and how good they've been. And I, I like Baltimore. Baltimore's like one of the teams I don't hate in the division anyway. Not like the Yankees or Red Sox and more recently the the Tampa, the, 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 the Rays, who just been throwing my side. That's the thing. I mean, I don't know what our record is exactly off the top of my head, but we're probably in like fourth place. You're last. I know that. Yeah, are we in last now? Yeah. And we're like, we're like six games over five are aren't we? Let me see. I mean, we I think we're over five hundred. I think it's
2: closer than you. Th- you are over five hundred, but I think it, you you are three games over five hundred.
0: Yeah, we're twenty five and twenty two, which would you are less. put us in first place in three two other divisions. Yeah, we, we'd be first in the either in A or NL Central, and we'd be, just be a game or two. I mean, we're eight and a half games back at twenty five wins. That's insane. I mean, it's yeah, it's just it, it, it's of course it's Toronto being the again it's the year where we're good. We got a good pitching staff. The managers might come back and haunt us. We got still a good young nucleus in 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 the lineup, but I mean, we're gonna have a good. I have a bad feeling this come back like a couple years ago when we won ninety three games and missed the playoffs. Yeah. I won't be shocked if we don't win eighty eighty eight ninety games. We we'll probably come in fourth and we don't even make the playoffs.
2: That seems plausible that's insane man Insane now, to think about the text brings up the big story of the day locally which i don't know if you've even seen this but there was a it's not funny like it, it's not funny but it is kind of funny i guess well, you're
0: gonna get me in trouble for laughing well I'm i guess you can to.
2: joke about it because the person is okay okay but there was a, the, a shooting oh no that's not funny over a hot pocket here well that's kind of funny <laughs> It's like pepperoni or old guy too, like the sixty-two-year-old guy. He got mad because his roommate had eaten the last hot pocket. Oh yeah, and he started quote throwing tiles at him. Yeah. The roommate told police that he started to he tried to fight back, but was starting to leave when the man who was mad about the hot pocket went back into the residence, got a gun, and then shot him in the, the butt, uh, shot him in the ass over a hot pocket. And a texter brings the story up and says this could easily be Scooter Dingus and his roommate. <laughs> which the last text from this guy said the real TV show that we need to Scoots and Trevor living together, which would be entertaining. Uh It would be actually. I think Scoots needs to move in with you and Nancy. Uh,
0: now nah, that we'll just trade. I'll send my mom over to his roommate. <laughs> I'll take Scoots. <laughs> she might be taller than Scoots actually. What are you doing did you just do in there? I know? literally
2: just moved my chair forward. But... Did you hear that though? Yeah. I okay.
0: Did. I'll make sure I'm not losing my mind. Um, I I don't know why, but I'm just utterly curious on what kind of hot pocket it was.
2: It's sad. That was my thought. I myself. mean, I was like, "Is it pepperoni?" Because it's pepperoni pepper
0: or ham and cheese. That's the, that's where my like, like those come. are the two, right? Like shooting somebody over anything other than those two just seems like crazy, which is insane to say out loud. Think about it, but and you know, why would you shoot him in the butt? Well, better than like you know somewhere else. Give me mean, crazy arm or something. Give him a flesh wound. I mean, did you, did you actually shoot him in the butt Forrest Gump style? I mean, was he running away? I don't. I don't know. I mean, just don't shoot him. Period. He, he was leaving. <laughs> Did you stay roommates with this person? No. <laughs> what? what are you afraid of what he'll do if you like you leave like the milk out? Like what's what where's the line drawn? Not to mention what kind of butt are you smoking that you're so angry that your hot pocket is gone that you have the feeling that you want to shoot somebody? I've never been that mad over I, a piece of food. I, I can't mean, imagine getting that mad over a hot pocket. I've been mad, I guess, at a younger age, you would go into the fridge and find out like someone ate my leftover, like something I was looking forward to eating it, maybe it usually wasn't a hot pocket level It'd be like pizza or you know a steak or something left over from a restaurant, but not to shoot somebody maybe <laughs> I, throwing tiles I've probably been maybe that mad. I could see throwing a tile at somebody, but hey, you don't shoot 'em <laughs>
2: sophomore year in college my my best friend was like boiling water to make like past like ramen or something. Like ramen noodles, Real, real, real simple. And our roommate, like, as like, a simple prank. Just, like, turn the, the boiler off. And my best friend, who has a very large temper problem, claimed that it set him back 45 minutes in his cooking, and so he ate the other friend's full pizza that he'd been saving in the freezer. Like, he did it all up, ate it, the whole thing. And, like, <laughs> our buddy Krause, he gets home, he's got this big, thick Milwaukee's accent. He's like, you ate my jacks?
0: <laughs> Cause I, perverted. He's like, because
2: <laughs> I turned your burner off? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like it's just like going, like they're like screaming at each other. I'm like, this is the best fight of all time. But is that what Milwaukee
0: sounds like? Yeah.
2: Oh my God! Get out of my room, Ron.
0: I don't know why I feel like this should be Minnesota.
2: It's well, he's it's very much Wisconsin and Minnesota are very. Is it okay? Very- all
0: right, yeah, because I hearing Fargo in there a lot.
2: Yeah, it's it's a similar act. The little
0: sure. one was a smoker, right?
2: <laughs> Say, would you mind coming down? I did it because the, the accents that when I was in Iowa it was they were very close to Minnesota. Was it okay? Very, very similar, but Milwaukee's <laughs> a little bit I don't know, more nasally. It's <laughs> I liked hearing him talk. Was, I don't know, I he got mad as well. I just never
0: heard that kind of accent in Laverne and Shirley. Oh my you know, God. You know, get out of it. my room.
2: <laughs> Ron, get the hell out of my room right now.
0: So so who ate the Roman noodles?
2: <laughs> Nobody? Well, I don't know what happened. It was just they ended up being a huge Jeff was very upset. His whole he's like, "This is the overreaction of all time." He's like, "This is unbelievable."
0: <laughs> says, I like I thought, a prank was just turning off the boiling water. Like that's not the
2: prank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just like it was like a quick that's, like thing. It was like it was like, it was like, like nerdy prank ever. <laughs> well, it's not even like a prank. It's like walking by and it's like smacking the back of somebody's head. He just like did like as a like, ha, ha. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving the room. I'm turning your water off, so you have to reboil it. And Weber got furious as he tended to do. <laughs> Texas says, did you get a picture with the Street Profits? They threw out the first pitch of the Reds game yesterday. Did
0: not. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you happen?
2: You didn't know. Well, I wasn't there yesterday. I was there Saturday.
0: Oh, okay. Street Profits are a WWE tag team, in case you're wondering.
2: Texas, I'm really happy that we got another point guard, but good lord, is this staff allergic to experience portal transfers? I think this team has a lot of talent, but lack of experience and lack of development from last season still doesn't make me feel great about our tournament chances next season. I kind of agree with all that.
0: I mean, is this the Kenny thing where he wants guys that are like, Less molded by another coach, maybe. I have no idea. I, is that, I really is don't. that a proper way? I mean, I know Trey White obviously is coming in, but I mean, and Dino did. I guess technically did play. I mean, was on the roster down in Miami, but I mean, Sky was barely Illinois long enough to probably remember, you know, the head coach's last name, let alone he's David over two Lewis. months. I
2: mean, so, yeah. he played. He started thirteen games, or played thirteen, started twelve. Um, I mean, I don't know.
0: I, I, but I, but Kenny was already obviously close to him before he even went to Illinois. right. Exactly. So, I mean. That there's kind of a slight exception to that.
2: I don't know if it's a thing where, I mean, I don't know if it's an NIL thing. I, I don't know if they, because if you were going to, I mean, the the reason why I, I assumed we weren't getting in on kids like the Zion Poland kid from, um, from UC Riverside or the kid from Toledo, who was the Mac player of the year last year, I, I just kind of assumed it was because Kenny Payne didn't want little guards. I mean, that those are six foot, six, two guards. If you were going to go after one, which they now have with Tyler Johnson, I would have preferred it to be a guy who had a lot of experience at the college level. But maybe they, they couldn't get him. I don't. I don't know. I, it was. It's all. It, it's interesting to me.
0: <clears throat> it's like it's kiddies, like, we, like we got what you wanted. while now you're still complaining about it. like. Well, I mean, we made it clear kind of what we wanted. It was like two check marks: small guard experience. I, mean, I do like the whole. You know, people are like. Got
2: what you and now. Maybe everyone's going to shut up, or they really find new things to complain about? I'm like, yeah, we got five months to debate this stuff until they actually start playing games. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's still going to be some debating. Oh uh, well, after a four and twenty-eight year,
0: we got we got football. become more concerned about. I think, we, I think like what a, are you doing over there? I think a
2: wire is like frayed down here. It's got like shocked by something. Is is the whole? Are we about to blow up here or something? I
0: don't know. What why, what have you broken in there?
2: I've touched nothing here. You're
0: breaking stuff. I'm I'm doing nothing. Stop it, touch. I I get do less.
2: I think the people who tossed my notes away are not, like trying to savage it. They're trying to get me killed, They're trying to electrocute me down. It's just like a wire leg in like, and like that, a bottle of water yeah, over here. Uh, wire just, like, <laughs> drilled my leg, and it did not feel good. Uh, Texas says, call me crazy, but the commitment tells me three things. One, the coaching staff hears the fans. Two, they needed to upgrade talent. And three, book it, 20 wins. I like that.
0: The first one I can't imagine that, that would be responding to the fans because –
2: they shouldn't need to know from the well, fans. Yeah, that's that exactly. this is something guard. they should have
0: already realized without the fans telling them. You should them. have known it last summer, too. I, yeah, that's... And now, if it is like... If they do come out and be like, well, I hope the fans will be happy, and I'm like, D- if you literally just did this to appease the fans and didn't realize you needed another guard, that's whole another set of complaints that we got for you as fans. It's like being
2: down three and taking a three and being like, hope the fans who said we needed a three are happy. It's like... You should have known yourself that you needed to take a three in that situation. We shouldn't have to tell you this. Look at the roster. Um, I hope it does result in them winning 20 games. Texas says You can't go wrong with a New York City guard, in my opinion. They're battle tested, they play with aggression, and are a different breed. Sheen Holloway was recruiting him at Seton Hall. If Johnson is as tough as guards tend to be, I'll take this kid all day long. I I think I thought the same thing when it came to like, Sheen Holloway really wanted him at Seton Hall. Missed out on him. He was a finalist before he picked Memphis. And then when he announced he was going into the transfer portal last month, a lot of people thought that he was just going to go to Seton Hall. I think their fan base got really excited. I don't know. I'm assuming Holloway targeted him again. But if if he's a New York guard that Shaheen Holloway wanted, I feel pretty good about us landing him. I feel like he's got the type of mentality that Kenny Payne wants. And especially for Kenny Payne to kind of break his I don't like short guards rule for him. That says to me too that it's it's more about just his skill set. It's like he's got that that dog in him that, that Kenny Payne felt like he didn't have last year, and he mm-hmm. wants to kind of infect this program. Like I'm, I'm excited about the addition. I I would have preferred again an experienced guard for next season, but if Kenny Payne is able to turn this into something where we have the type of year where his job is secure moving forward, I think Tyler Johnson is a guy that can really be good for you as a sophomore, or junior, and potentially beyond that.
0: I've always been a fan of the New York City Point Guard. For too. sure. I and mean, they I mean, maybe good to us. I don't know if it's well, just in else was a kid, like growing up being a big Kenny Anderson fan. Not that I expect this kid to be Kenny Anderson, but you know. besides
2: Sebastian Telfair who again wrecked the program single handedly. Yeah, Nobody else played a part in it. It was all Sebastian <laughs> Telfair wrecked this program. Yeah, he's Mike Long Island. That didn't count. Well no, he was Coney Island. Yeah. That's, like the heart of New York.
0: That's
2: <laughs> nah, Stephon Marbury, yeah. Kenny Anderson. They have all played the same high school.
0: Hey, Marbury, Marbury, I told you that I
2: same. I mean, they're, they're all right, right there. That Texas, was, that was Lincoln, yeah. Texas says Johnson shot thirty six percent from the field, twenty six from three, and averaged four turnovers. Maybe the OTE is high level competition, but that's not great. No, no, that's
0: New York City point guard right there. It's you just he's not going to light it up from the outside. No, you just New York but City, but five and a half assists. You, you grow up and you play in New York City. If you're a New York City point guard or a guard in New York City, you are a ball handler, a passer, and you're quick. You're not a shooter because you're playing outdoor outdoor courts with the weather and the – no, that's why you don't get great shooters out of New York guards, for the most part. The kid out of Kansas State was a horrible shooter. He got hot during the tournament. It wasn't horrible. He well, but 30, he was below average. I mean, he was an average at best. His numbers were – he had he had he he got hot for the tournament and had good numbers. Above his career numbers, and then it's just in general. That's how. That's but that's what you should expect.
2: Well, I think the issue too is if you're a if you're a six foot guard playing at this level, or like I mean, the issue with Noel is he was taking having to take twenty five footers to get a shot off. Like that's Man. that's going to. I think those guys can be good shooters from three. They just you know you're not they're not going to be left wide open. Um, I am concerned looking at the roster. Like turnovers were such an issue for us last season. And we've got a lot of guys that have turned the ball over at a high rate in their career. Even Trey White, who didn't handle the ball that much at USC, made some. If you watched his the film that's out there, any of the breakdowns that are out there, he makes some egregious turnovers last season. Sky Clark was turnover prone at Illinois. Um, Tyler Johnson certainly seems to be a little bit turnover prone. We've got. I mean, Kenny Payne is very much going after guards that are free flowing. Every scouting report on Johnson kind of sounds like Sky Clark where it's, you know, he, he wants to be ball dominant. He wants to attack a lot. he's He wants to score a ton of points. Like, that's great in, in this new because I, I think Kenny Payne wants to, you know, he said it himself last year. Like, we want the players to dictate the offense and all that stuff. But you got to get players that know how to take care of the ball at some point. Like last That's year, funny because
0: the video you posted was 90% of him distributing the ball, I thought.
2: He's, I mean, he's... Yeah, he, he he turned it over a lot. He's, I mean, well, that was a
0: highlight really, I get it. he wasn't gonna see those, but I'm just saying, like when you talk about the score, I mean, he that the 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 video you, that you've seen it, I've seen it because you posted it. I'm assuming you've seen it. Like it was like the first like two clips were like of him taking jump shots. And the rest was mostly him dishing the ball off and assists. Yeah,
2: he had 13 that game, but he's very much described as a a guy who wants to wants to score. And you can change that. I mean, yeah,
0: I just want a guy that can get into the lane and penetrate. I think he can do that. He can, can create, and that's what we need. I mean, Ellis could do it to a degree last year, but you can only go so. I mean, do so much.
2: Texas, I like the new roster. Talent is definitely there. My question is, who do you see taking the most shots and or who has the ball in the final seconds of a tie game? Last year, Ellis was option one and two, it seemed. Who is the guy this year? I think it's going to be Scott Clark.
0: I think it's going to be. I don't think we'll know until the season gets going, really. I I'd think- li- if I had to guess, I'd love for it to be Mike James, but I don't think it's going to
2: I think at the end of the day, and again, you're right. I mean, we'll know for sure. We'll have a better sense when we actually see these guys play. There's so many unknowns here. If I had to guess, though, I'm saying Sky Clark takes the most shots. I'm saying Sky Clark is the guy who has the ball in the final seconds. Um, I think it will be a little bit like last year in that respect, when you knew it was going to be L. Um but we'll have to see. I agree with you on Sky.
0: The most shots I could see being Sky. Clark. I think that, I think that's probably where we're gonna
2: where we're gonna end up, but. Yeah never know. We'll take a break when we come back. More from you guys. We, I think we got more texts as the that, that half hour was going on than we actually read. So we'll try to get to as many as we can. Uh, once again, basketball driving the conversation here. Should be no surprise. Uh, it's the Mike Rutherford Show, 502-414-1450 on the Thornton Sex Line. We'll take more from you after the break here on 1450
1: The Big X. So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay, watching the
0: tire roll. Sitting on a dark little bay, wasting time.
1: Sometimes I run Sometimes I hide Sometimes I'm scared of you But all I really want is to hold you tight
0: Treat you right this video's got a lot, lot of white. day and night In their outfit Trevor All I need is time All right You see Kenny walking into so the shy. office Sometimes we win We've got it. I need you to. uh, And you get a song
2: ready. I've had it loaded. We got a transfer portal alert here.
0: Okay, hold on. on, Let me me get. get,
2: This is a high quality.
0: We have Brittany turned down. Portal
2: alert! Breaking news! Breaking! As in like twenty minutes ago. But We didn't see it because we were doing the show. Do it. It's time.
1: It's the transfer portal.
2: Feeling is correct. I felt up correctly. <laughs> Louisville Football has landed a new transfer portal member or a member of from formerly from the, the transfer portal, and it's a name that should sound familiar to you. Oh, 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 I haven't even looked at this. Could I interest you in we talked about we've made fun of Kentucky if I this name, would you be interested? <laughs> we've we've made fun of Kentucky for you know getting very excited about highly touted quarterbacks many times and them kind of being flops over the years. They have. Are you familiar with a little guy by the name of Joey Gatewood? Fence, uh, t- fence tile? Joey Gatewood. Fence tile? Former UK quarterback slash wide receiver. Went to Auburn. Yeah. Went to Central Florida. He is coming to Louisville. We're getting fence tile. Fence tile here. I don't know what that means, but that's fine. Well, so, so. He will reportedly play a tight end role for the L offense. This is the one position that Jeff Brom has still been targeting. Wants a tight end out there. He apparently has found his man in former Kentucky quarterback, Joey Gatewood.
0: He's a tight end now.
2: He's a tight end now. We're on the Zeke Pike plan.
0: <laughs> so the, the, the fence tile name Roush interviewed him before he came to Kentucky, and Roush, in his utter wisdom and great journalism, like in dad joke repertoire, was like, "Your name's Gatewood. What would be the opposite of uh, Gatewood?" I do remember you saying this. Before. And he was like, like on called him Fence Tile for some reason." <laughs> And that's that's how he became uh, Joey Finn style. Uh, he's here. Come on aboard, and he's wonderful. i have a feeling he won't be here by either be- at the end, of the beginning of the season, or by the end of the season. Oh,
2: I think you're wrong. You I, think I'm wrong? I think he's going to play a big tight end role for
0: us. Okay, all right. I feel,
2: I feel confident. Six foot five, two hundred twenty five pounds, athlete.
0: Athlete, but now he, he didn't really play at Central Florida either. He played. He played. Then he like he came in and played quarterback once against us, and then we did like. He basically would come in and, like, running roles. Yeah, much. which and when he comes, it's clearly obvious what's he's gonna do.
2: And then they moved into wide receiver.
0: I didn't remember them moving him to wide receiver. Well, cause I'm so there. pumped we got Fence Stil. Fence here. I, I can't wait to I, I mean, poor Roush. He's got <laughs> it's
2: a bad day for Roush. Uh,
0: let's see. He didn't play. Like Carson wins is trending. uh Oh, why? Um, I don't know. It can't be that good, right? It's just people being yeah, one of those
2: answers like to a question. Yeah, it
0: looks like the Eagles. One of the Eagles sites put up a start one, bench one, cut one yeah, with wins, hurts, and bowls Okay. Um.
2: So there it is. This is the transfer portal news of the day. Joey Gatewood.
0: Which, I'm excited. Honestly, I don't even care if he's any good. I just like make fun of uh, KRC and and, and Roush for having him. <laughs> like he can just sit the bench. And it's all, he was still, <laughs> he will still do everything I want him to do and more. Suck it, Roush. I mean, Roush loved him. Roush like, was like the next, like, Tim Tebow. Like, he, had, he had him pegged for, like, Heisman winner. <laughs> was... um, and now here is with us, joining uh, Uncle Jeff.
2: By the way, Scoots weighed in at some point during the text line. He said, my roommates and I are friends first, so we'd never shoot each other. And it's hard for me. It's a hard no for me being roommates with Trev. Sorry, big guy. There's only so much cigarette smoke that I can handle.
0: I what are you worried about? Uh, it's it's the smoke rises. You won't even be near you.
2: If you live with, <laughs> yeah. if you live with Trev, I do feel like that stench is just. It's, it's 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 like going to the BBX studios. Like you're gonna have that smell wherever you go.
0: Like nah, it wouldn't be that bad. Not to mention, I mean, I don't want. I wouldn't want to take him over as roommate. I don't want to break up that couple.
1: Well.
2: Texture also says Scoot's new wooded view commercial is unbearable, and based on past experience, it will only be running the same read for about four years. FML.
0: Scoots was telling the story about how the, 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 the him and his roommate like split the mowing duties at the house. Uh-huh. He was like, "I do the front, and he does the back." <laughs> Except
2: before uh, after they act out TV shows together, fake time. I played wooded view once, and i I played I played really well there. It's an, it's a nice. It, Perfect for my game. I assume, scoots and I, I think to have similar games. I'm sure he'd agree. I shot 81, almost broke 80 for the first time there. Didn't happen though. It's okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm.
0: Bobby, Gatewood never had a reception in his career. Well, it's not great for a wide receiver. <laughs> he's got he's got zero. He's an athlete. <laughs> he's got rushing yards.
1: He's gonna
2: have some here. <laughs> Do you want to?
0: I think that's
1: zero
2: reception. I'm torn between going back to the text line here or shifting the conversation to the, the the baseball because baseball. I feel like it was one of those weekends where I was away from, I was kind of detached from the internet world for almost all of Saturday, thankfully, and then like yesterday, running around with the kids, didn't see a whole lot of it. But every time I checked in, it was just people at each other's throats over this baseball stuff. And so I knew it was going to be a hot topic of conversation. But I feel like it's it's kind of been, I don't know, almost overdone at this point. But we should talk about it. I mean, Louisville baseball, a hugely disappointing weekend to end a hugely disappointing <laughs> season. The exactly, Cards, yep. they needed to sweep Florida State to guarantee themselves a spot in the ACC tournament this week. They also had a chance if they went two and one if uh, Pitt had, I think, maybe get this wrong, if NC State had beaten Pitt three times, or, or vice versa, whatever didn't it was, whatever, whatever it was did happen. So Louisville, all they had to do was win two out of three games. They couldn't even do that. Uh, and the Cards lose the series to Florida State. They now are one of two teams left out of the ACC tournament. Florida State's actually the other one, so they lost to the worst team in, in the conference. And this is a, a shocking turn of events from a team that started the year 18-2. and two, Got it. Oh, my God. What did you do? I literally didn't touch anything. Richard! The, the, I, we have to figure out what's going on over Quit here quick
0: kicking wires
2: there's my foot's not near a wire now
0: yeah it's not near the mic either well yeah man
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to make sure i'm not like electrocuting something down here we have to, we have to figure this out this is not good uh but a terrible terrible uh, you run from a team that was 18 and 2 number 2 in the country at one point and now doesn't even make their conference tournament so i guess the the big controversy surrounds the fact that you know, Dan McDonald talked after the, the game on Sunday for about 15 minutes. At the end, he was asked a question by Rick Bozich about your name is coming up as a potential suitor at, at, at open positions. You know, he doesn't say Alabama, but I think we all understand that the yeah. Alabama report's been out there. You know, Do you expect to be back here next year? And McDonald's answer, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing obviously, is I always expect to be back here, but I think I've made it very clear. I've made it very clear uh, at our lead-off dinner. I've made it very clear after past seasons, like we need facilities upgrades to keep up with the Joneses. I was promised by Vince Tyree three years ago that we were going to have, oh, this, wow. this project was approved, and yet no dirt has been moved on this, this new facility that we were supposed to be getting. Uh, all this stuff's been out there. And this clearly you know, this sparked this gigantic conversation of, you know, one, does he deserve all this stuff that he's clamoring for? Two, does it excuse the way the team has performed, not just this year, but the last you know, two of the last three years? They've missed the NCAA tournament. I, I get why there's a why this is a a topic of contention. I can see both sides for sure. Let me start off by saying this right off the bat: If anybody, like, like, there's no reason for Dan McDonald's job to be in question right now. I I, I don't buy that at all. The man has he's been here since 2007. He has more College World Series appearances than he has missed NCAA tournaments. I know missing two of the last three years is bad. No question about it. This season was a, one of the more surprisingly dismal seasons for any Louisville team that I've ever followed. When you take into consideration that we, I think you and I, we both came in here and said, you know, we had the down year two years ago. Last year we have the bounce back season. We go to the Super Regionals. We bring back a lot of talent from that team. This should be like Omaha or bust. And they end up not even making the conference tournament. That's a total failure. But it's not, I mean, at some point, you have to have built up enough goodwill. And when, you took, when you're a man who took over a program that had been to one NCAA tournament in its history, never won an NCAA tournament game, and you've been to four college World Series, you're perennially in, in the top 20, uh, usually in the top 10. You've won all these conference championships. You earn the benefit of the doubt. The last two of the last three years have been bad, but you cannot put the man on the hot seat.
0: The fact that his worst season, his wor- the, his team's worst season, which I guess would maybe be this year. Probably this year. Could almost be compared as equal or better than any, the best team we ever had a little before he got here. Yeah. I mean, that that tells you right there. I mean, and, and no disrespect to the one team that made the tournament, but he might have been better than that. I don't even know who's on that team. I don't care who's on that team. I don't need to look who's up but on Mark that George team. Mark George is the only person. that, I that You just that. answered my own question, and yeah. no offense to Mark. I mean, who I remember more from getting hit in the face while I'm not paying attention at first base than I do. He was all American. (laughs) Yeah, but I know, but still. Uh, (laughs) I just remember that because that was the story. I think it was with the Braves when that happened, wasn't it, I think? I don't know. Anyway, the point is, you're right. The the, the only thing I have an issue with in this statement is, yeah, you're right, he should not be on Odyssey. He also should not have to beg for for anything when it comes to facilities or equipment or anything he wants. He should be able to get it. Barring it's you know within reason, and it does annoy me that you know Vince, who in case you're wondering is the reason why you never see me, my sexy body on the show because he was in charge of our YouTube cameras too, which is why we don't have them. I mean, get get Josh needs to get up on it. I mean, and I know you got a lot to worry about with with the basketball team a little bit. You're you're on cruise control with football right now. I mean, you you don't have to worry about the football program. You nailed it. You you put you know, the, you got the 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 ace in the hole, and right now we're bringing him. Tile and everybody else—that's good. Get get these, get what Dan wants. What Dan wants, Dan gets, and we need to get it for him right now. Well, here's the,
2: the, the I want pro- to keep that because I don't want him leaving. Here's the problem with that, though. I mean, you say what Dan wants, what he gets, he is paid very well okay. for somebody who, who is the, in charge of a program that does not produce revenue for the university. They don't make money. He is paid. He's one of the top ten highest paid coaches in college baseball. Deservingly so. He's the ninth paid highest ninth highest paid coach in college baseball. Okay. He's in a program that right now, its two primary sports, are not churning out revenue the way that they are supposed to be. You're asking now your AD who's dealing with that on top of all the other struggles to invest even more money into this baseball program. Which yes. again does not turn a profit for you. Like that's it, it's a tough ask for, for Josh Hurd.
0: Yeah, like, but every sport but maybe basketball football doesn't turn a profit.
2: Right. And they're not asking for but we a million dollar renovations. No.
0: Well no, but I mean But uh, you I mean, get you get you get money though when they go to the College World Series from that. They, they still don't turn a profit. They still, they, they never,
2: they're, and they're never going to. Like, it's just the, the fact I basketball that. I get that. I mean, yeah. and football are the only sports that are going to turn a profit here. Now, the, if you want to flip it again, if you, I mean, Louisville baseball has been a top 10, top 15 program. I mean, at worst for the last, you know, basically since McDonald's been here. I think they have more wins over the last 10 years than any program in college baseball. Absolutely. If you compare Jim Patterson Stadium to the other programs, some, some programs that are a level below us, it's there's there's no comparison. Like we are clearly far behind the elite of the elite, and even like the second tier.
0: Badly because Patterson is nice.
2: It's again though. Like I, I thought, um, Matt McGavick had a really good thread on Twitter. Like looking at all these other stadiums and comparing it to Pat. Like we're not. Like like we're not on that level. It's just we are. We're playing a different game
0: now compared to the ACC. I would say we we, we, we are above the average grade. I mean no. No. Even in ACC, you're We're, telling me Notre Dame has a better baseball stadium than us.
2: Notre Dame has a decent stadium, but they they don't. I mean, they, but that's also a program that's not going to. I mean, make I just randomly pulled one out of my into their bed. Ba- but, but, I mean, randomly, I've been there. It's, it, it's 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 good stadium, but it's not special. But like he he looks at Virginia Tech stadium, light years better than ours. Wake Forest, way better than us. He McGavick's. Uh, he's been to all these places. In my opinion, Jim Patterson Stadium is only better than four stadiums in the ACC. Boston College, Duke, Notre Dame, and Pitt. Uh, and says for a program that's had as much success as Louisville has, especially since joining the league, that's simply not good enough. So we're behind the facilities, there's no question. McDonald wants this. But also, it's still a program that doesn't generate money for the
0: university, for the athletic program. I mean, when Patterson was built, it was state-of-the-art, right?
2: It was it was good. I mean, I know it,
0: I know it's now older than – I mean, it's, it's almost 20. It's not 20, but it's, it was built in, what, 05, I guess, so –
2: I think that like going on 20 years now. I, yeah, I think you're, I think it was 05. It was right before we made the, the run in 07. Yeah. Was, that wasn't Zep. the first year, but it was like the second or third.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, 05, 06. What's so going on 20 years now? I mean, I mean, you don't need a whole new stadium, I guess. And did they just do up some upgrades to it though recently, if I remember right? Or recently
2: and when they're supposed to be doing all this new stuff that it just hasn't oh, started, yeah, which, which is
0: like Vince is naming the stadium. And
2: if I'm McDonald, I mean, if I'm Josh Hurd, I might say, you know we can't invest more stuff, but like we need to get done what was promised three years ago. That's good. I think that, that you have to yeah. to make good on that. And I know the financial situation isn't the same as it was back then, but
0: how many years is it going to take for him to God. clean up Vince's messes? If you told the man God, you just hate Vince Tyree, well, I mean, g- 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 I'm, do I have any? Re- You're adding fuel to my my reasoning. I right know now. I am, which I kind of okay, like. Okay, yeah, I, I, I mean, like I like poking the bear on this. Front. <laughs> you do, but this <laughs>
2: is, this is McDonald's words, not mine. I'm just <laughs> But it's like, I, I get it from both standpoints. I understand why Josh may feel like he is like, in a position not to do that much. But my fear as a fan, as someone who really really enjoys the Louisville baseball program and who wants to see them continue to be successful, like I'm with you. If money's no object, like give the man what he wants. Because I want. Like I I fear that if McDonald leaves, we're gonna kind of fall off a cliff and we, oh yeah, and we'll never get back to being. One of the dominant forces, we can let alone find- the dominant force in the ACC. And I want to see this program eventually win a national title. Unless- like Omaha is fun as hell. And it's it's been so great having these, you know, when basketball ends, having these late Aprils, these Mays, and these Junes to just fully dedicate to baseball and making a run to chase a national title and going to Omaha. Like it's been, we've gotten used to it over the years. And to not have it now and to now be staring down this possibility of like, what's the program going to become? Could we lose the head coach who made all this happen? It's, it's kind of terrifying.
0: No, I remember just like what what year it was the year we played Vanderbilt and the, and we were wearing the Astros looking jerseys. I was out in Vegas that weekend, like at a like casinos watching the Louisville baseball yeah. team play. I mean, that's, like, just, what do you want to? I want that game on. Like, that's, I mean, they're getting pumped up. I remember spending that weekend out in Vegas, like excited for that game and watching that series and and, and things back. in, I guess it was thirteen. I think it was thirteen, fourteen. But you're you're right. I mean, you. Had, I mean, we don't know that for sure. I mean, we could possibly replace him with you know someone that can keep it going. But I mean, it's like you know winning the lottery twice. Though I mean, it, it, you're yeah. looking for a di- you know a needle in a haystack. I mean, what whatever other you know other you know you know phrase you want to use to to talk about. It. I mean, it's just the odds are very slim to none. And you know, and you're right. If he leaves, and I think there's a very good chance we go from where we're at to in the snap of a finger back to where we were. Now, having said all that, there's then, no
2: reason for the season to be as bad as it was.
0: No, no. i um, facilities be damned. I think it's just, but it, it was a, just a bad year. I mean, they happen. But- they, they, and it happen and they, they have not happened very often to us in the last nearly 20 years, but they do happen. Yeah. I mean, to us in the last, literally, I'm like, I said, in the last almost 20 years, I know he's been here, but since I 0- was sick. So I'm, 17 missed, years. missed the tournament three times. Yeah. I mean, he missed the tournament three times. Yeah. Even those were probably a lot closer than this one was.
2: Two years ago, yeah. One I mean, of them
0: was the first one, wasn't it? His first year?
2: No, we went to the World Series his first year. 07. I was thinking that was his second. Oh, seven okay. was his very first year. Oh, I thought he was and six. And okay, we missed mind. the tournament, I think, in his third year. They changed the bats for the first time. And like, we, he admitted, like, we didn't adjust enough. Like, we didn't change the way that we play. Um, and then they course corrected, and they were fantastic the next year. And they yeah. started going back to, to College World Series. But... I mean, two out of the last three years is, is bad for sure. I think at this point, though, you have to if you, if you trust KP, trust Jeff Brown, trust Dan McDonald here.
0: I mean, David McDonald's probably telling you, listen, you know, maybe 15 years ago, like you like I said, Patterson was at a different level. Maybe our facilities were a different level. Teams have caught up and gone past us, and now we need to do, you know, we just can't just sit and be stagnant with what we, we had.
2: I think he would also say, and I know we talked over the top of the hour, so this will have to be the last point. I think we, we would also say the game has changed. Dan McDonald needs to start using the transfer portal a little bit because he's been, he's very much old school. He, he very is. much doesn't want to, he's been resistant to that. But is talent really our
0: problem right now? I mean, it's
2: not as much as it should be, but like we, you can get older. We, we, we could have been older the last couple of years and it would have helped a little bit. But again, it's, it's, I understand why it's a touchy subject on a variety of, levels. in baseball,
0: you transfer, I'm assuming, as an underclassman. Does that, do you still like, if you spend one year at Louisville, Say you're one year Bellerman, and you go a little over two years. Are you still – does that count as being three years was Three o'clock, yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Tommy Tanks kid from NC State transferred this year, and he's, I think, playing for what, LSU. Uh, he's is lining it, it up. Like, I just
0: know, because baseball was at the weird three-year rule. It's Yeah. I just wasn't sure. All
2: right, we got to go to break. Five o'clock hours coming up next. We'll touch more on this and the Kenny Payne final roster on the Thornton Sex Line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Continuing next here on 1450 The Big X. I just, I,
0: the only reason I'm playing it is because it was on the suggestion dial on the side. And I only had, I, only, I was, I was two short songs, songs today anyway. So I was like, I'll just go with this.
2: I believe the remake was I'm Like a Turd, I Only Float Away.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the right way the song sounds anyway.
2: She also, I mean, she went from like this, like very like the soulful, and then she became like promiscuous girl, like poppy sensation five <laughs> years later. <laughs>
1: the Jewel Room.
0: It was
2: very much, we, I think we had this discussion about something, whatever it was. I think it happened again <laughs> what is happening with these mics am i gonna get electrocuted in
0: probably and that, you know what and you think i'm i mean i w- i don't think i'll ever be able, if you get electrocuted i don't know if i, I would be able to forgive myself oh, not knowing that, that not. the cameras weren't here to see it <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna seriously regret that fix these wires what's going on here I just googled like uh, Natalie uh, Portado and just like what happened yeah, between Natalie Portado and uh, n- Nellie. Nelly, Nelly. I mean, come on, really? really of all girl. the things to get messed up, I messed up the first name and not the second. That is kind of <laughs> impressive. Because <laughs> there's amazing. I didn't start her name with an R, uh, but the uh, I guess her and Timberland had something going on. They did a bunch of songs together. Oh uh, yeah. What does Nelly do now? Let's let's click on it. You're gonna get a lot of rappers. Nelly, for, well. Bertado is in Colombia where she reportedly recording a new music. There you go. <laughs> I can't even name you another song of hers.
2: Oh, she had a bunch. She was like the number one artist in the world for in like 2006. I would have down here. Were you out?
0: 2006, yeah.
2: <laughs> is that when you were gone? <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> Did I miss anything?
2: <laughs> I mean, I I like those songs. Like the, the Say It Right song. Like, what was it the loose? Was the, the album? It was very big. She had, that song Maneater.
0: I see Manny there. I thought man, I just I just man- assumed that was, was a Hall and repeat, right? No, no. Oh, wasn't? No. I, just, well, I mean, that's a fair assumption. Anyways, uh, five <laughs> o'clock
2: hour here. At the Mike for Show. We spent a lot of time today talking about uh, the the latest edition, the final edition to the U men's basketball roster for the upcoming season. We talked uh, a little Dan McDonald, Louisville baseball, the whole controversy there at the end of the last hour. Uh, we talked about our weekends. We took a lot of text from you guys. Joey Gatewood is a Cardinal now. Ben's u k quarterback he is in the house um we have not talked real quickly i don't know were you bummed that mage did not win the Preakness, trevor did you were you aware that mage did not win the I Preakness? told you
0: i was all over the Preakness. Oh, that's right you were betting you were yeah you were um no, I wasn't bummed because I didn't bet mage um my mom did she had the uh, smoking seven horse or whatever uh <laughs> across the board <laughs>
2: national treasure
0: no what was the horse that they came in second
2: oh um I know, the, the, Bla- blazing sevens. Gotcha. Because it made me think of
0: blazing saddles. Okay. Um, she had that horse, so she she won like she it two dollars across the board, and it paid off seven eighty. So I was like, "Here's your dollar eighty. Better than losing a dollar 80. No, I guess, but um, but yeah, I didn't. Uh, I just didn't have. That was the only horse. Yeah, I I I wouldn't. I don't know. I guess I, I'd say I wouldn't. Eh, I didn't really, wasn't really worried about it. I should have bet National Treasure. Cause I just watched both those movies the other day, or last yeah. week. Plus, Baffert being like, you know, not allowed in it, 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 Churchill, but going there to win it, you know? Of course.
2: Yeah. It's like, and he had a horse die earlier in the day, too. It was like, oh, he brought that up in the. Uh, I knew he was going well, to.
0: Well, you, yeah, you didn't really get to watch it. You were at the game in the middle of it, right? I
2: watched the race. On, we watched the race on our phones. Okay. Which clin- they kept freezing. All of us, like, mine would freeze. I look at my buddy's phone. Like, his would freeze. I'd look at my phone. We, I caught the home stretch, though, thankfully. And I was like, I don't think he's going to fire here. And unfortunately, he did. It didn't. seemed like
0: kind of a boring race. Like I think it was a slow pace, but I'm not mistaken. The pace did not help Mage out. Yeah, I mean, it, National really. Treasure just dominated. He jump. Very rarely do you see the horse jump out at front and just like cruise the whole way. He got he got up there and he just sat on. It. Yeah, he nobody did. pushed
2: him, which was bad for Mage because Mage is a closer. And yeah, it was a it was a good ride, it's a good race. And unfortunately, we're not going to have a Triple Crown winner, and the Belmont will be nobody nothing. Will, nobody will care.
0: Nobody's going to give two bleeps about the Belmont, really.
2: It's not going to happen. But uh, we'll take some. Louisville baseball was discussion there before the break. We have not taken text on that. We'll also take text on the, the Kenny Payne uh, and the the basketball roster. Uh, quick update. I mentioned that the poll that I put up earlier today about uh, your thoughts on Kenny Payne going into year two. We've now got about 1,800 votes and 48.4% of responders are saying that they are slightly optimistic. I mean, that's more than twice as many as the, the next uh, ranked choice on this list, which is slightly pessimistic which is bringing in 23.2% of the, the vote, extremely optimistic, 153 and then extremely pessimistic, the last out of that entire equation, 13.1%. I wonder, like, if we had done this poll two months ago, I feel like extremely pessimistic would have been first or second. And that just goes to show
0: how— Second would have been slightly then. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I, think think, I don't think like optimism would have anything on I think her.
2: after a 4-28 and 28 season, I think people— First of all, it would have been unfair because— we would have no idea what the roster was going to be, but this just goes to show that the fan base or at least a solid chunk of the fan base is willing to give Kenny Payne kind of a second chance here and say, look, year one was a abject failure. We're willing to, to buy into the notion that it wasn't entirely your fault, but you're going to have to prove it this year. You've accomplished step one, which is flip the roster, make it more talented, make it something that we can get excited about on paper. Step two is is giving us the results on the court. So I'm not surprised that slightly optimistic was the winner here. I am surprised at how overwhelming it was. No, um, it's but like again, like we are, you're not. It's hard to get a full grasp on where the fan base is on tough topics like this. And this is a it's a little bit more insight. I think that you've got a, a large chunk of the fan base that is you know, saying, look, we're not not over the moon about what what's. Good lord, why does that keep happening? About what's happened so far. But we're willing to give them the benefit of the doubt going into year two. I'm going to change mics. This scared me. I'm going go to I'm gonna go to, to Red, which now has a different mic on it. Okay, let's just move this out of the way before it kills me. Bring the, the one from all the way across the table. Across. Yeah. All right, does that sound okay?
0: I mean, you haven't
2: been lecturing. Don't kill me, Red Mike, please been a while it's been a couple weeks i told you i i jinxed it by saying what like, you were like you're like that mike whatever i was like well it has been a week it's time for something to go wrong
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing ever here stays i don't much. know what you're doing over there to it but let's take a text
2: 502-414-1450 is the thornton sex line let's hear from you guys oh oh boise guy's back
0: boise guy he Boy, just, you picked the wrong time to come back talking smacking football to us. He just texted in. Now, this is a it's a 208 area code, but the, there's no prior
2: text here. I don't know if you got a new number. And, and was 208? Was that was that Boise? Yeah, I think it was last time. The text just says Boise Guy is back.
0: It just didn't even say anything else. He's announcing
2: his own return to the show. <laughs> I guess he got called out on Friday. Word got back to him. And now he's back. It is a two eight is an Idaho area, yeah. area. It serves all of Idaho. You only have one area. Could,
0: oh, know. by the way, speaking of just things from like last week, do you, do you remember me bringing up the, the Panthers guy, the play by play guy that would do the movie calls? Yes. But I finally, I, I, I looked at, by the way, I don't I think he, he does still do Panthers TV. It's Randy Moeller, by the way. Okay. And I don't think he does the, 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 the movie calls anymore. He, since he moved up from radio, but. Uh, I did find out to say it to you, I found like a third, like it's like 20 minutes long of him just doing all the random quotes. Oh, so like, it's like 20, I want to see that. It's like, twenty it's, it's actually pretty funny. It's clean. If you ever want to play it, maybe this week we can do it. But like, uh, yeah, there's like, you know, build me a bicycle. <laughs> you know? There were some even more random ones even I didn't get. But, do you want to build a snowman? I mean, that's, I would like to some of his new, because a lot of them are from like mid 2000s. Okay. I like that. So I'm like, because I think the the clip I got was was paid from the Dan Levitard show.
2: Speaking of, oh, do you want Bill build a statement? I'm I'm starting to get worried that Virginia, like, we're having a problem with blending. <laughs> like, we're losing sight of reality. Like, she's she's always playing characters, and which is fine. But it's at some point you've got to be Virginia. Three, I mean. She's three. Like this morning, usually she's Anna from Frozen, but this morning was a mini morning. Like I was I I was Mickey. She was Minnie. Okay. And like we go to school, we walk in, and like she's. She, we see my mom and she makes Nana call her Minnie. And then we go to the classroom and there's these it was like three kids' birthdays. So they had like the little presents. Parents had brought in presents, little, little yeah. goodie bags. And Virginia goes over to teach her t-shirt and she's she's like, What's this, Miss Like in her in, in, in her <laughs> That's Minnie awesome! voice that I'm like, I'm like, Are we not gonna break characters? No. Of I'm like, we got a program to get ready for in two days. We gotta we need Virginia to get focused. Minnie can wait until we I pick you up. But I was like, No, I disagree. I don't, don't at what don't, point don't, do we get worried no, about?
0: No, no, don't don't be the don't be that principal from the Uncle Buck movie. Where he's like, I, she, she's a dreamer. She's a, she's a, she, like Rudy. She has her head in the clouds. She's eight. <laughs> <don't want> to... <laughs> That's what we're getting at. Uh, like, don't, don't be that woman. Don't don't make me come to you, flip a quarter at you, and tell you to go downtown and get a mall, rat the shit thing off your face.
2: <laughs> Texture says, uh, Mike, are you happy about Tyler Johnson? I am. We we talked uh, at length about it.
0: By um, way, you called him Tyler earlier, and I was happy.
2: Really? I mean, it's Tyler, so I, it's it's, you know. It's going to come off like Tyler, you know, it's going to sound like that, but I am happy about him. I, I, I what do I wish would my personal preference have been to use that scholarship on a more experienced guard for the transfer portal? Yeah. But I don't even know if that was a possibility. I don't, maybe they explored it. Those kids weren't interested and this was the best they could get. And they went after him. Uh, I do think he can be a, it looks like a, looks like a player who can be a very good college point guard, I don't know how much of an impact he'll make as a as a true freshman, but I like I uh, I like the fact that we short at the backcourt there for sure. Uh Texas, I think that TK was thinking of Natalie and Bruglia with that mix. So, yeah, I think you you combine the two there. I do like Natalie and Bruglia. What's your second favorite Natalie and Bruglia song? There's a
0: second. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Like she's one of the few that like I I like I'm not I've never been a big fan of the short the, the short hair on a woman, but she pulls it off. I can agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna turn anything down, but like you know, be like most questionable, I guess. Texas says I hesitate
2: I hesitate to say this, but Jurich would have gotten this upgrade done already. Josh Hurd needs to get it done. I wonder if it's hurt recruiting already. It might be part of the reason. The last two teams have not been that great, but maybe the transfer portal is a bigger reason.
0: In fairness, Josh has well, only been here now, what, two years? He's had a lot to deal with. And as much as I want baseball to get its its due. That's been on the back burner compared to the stuff he's had to deal with.
2: Yeah, I mean, this time a year ago, Josh was still the interim AD. Like, he yeah, wasn't exactly. Even, he wasn't even full
0: time. Yeah, so. he didn't. be you're right. I mean, he's not two years yet. So, I he, he's 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 got some stuff out of the way. The football, like I said, football's now on cruise. Basketball, not really much you can do except for wait and see with it. So, this is the time where he needs to focus on, you know, giving Dan and and and, and Walls what the 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 attention they need and deserve.
2: You'd like that to be the case because that was one thing. I think that's why all those secondary sport coaches got so nervous when when Tom got fired was, you know, a lot of ads they don't cater to no. the, the 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 non-revenue producing sports. And you know, Tom, if Ken Lola needed something with men's soccer, like he got it, made it happen. If yeah. if McDonald needed something, if Walls needed something, he got. it. And I think that's why, especially after Ken left there was a lot of concern that we're going to lose all these guys. And to the credit of, of Vince and, and now to Josh, you know, they've been able to keep Dan up to this point. They've been able to keep Jeff up to this point. Um, they had to, you know, they, they did, they fired uh, Rex Karma for men's tennis for unfortunate incident there. Um, they they went out and they got Holly April to coach softball, who now we we're in the NCAA tournament this year. We're making progress there, but you'd like to see you know, men's soccer get back to where it was. I think you become concerned now that, you know, what happens with women's basketball if, if if things start changing there? What happens with baseball if if uh, you know if Dan leaves or if he remains unsatisfied with the current situation? But it's it, there's a lot going on for sure. Uh, speaking of, you said you know football. We're all kind of reliable. like football has become this thing where we're like you know poor Jeff. I mean, we're just all assuming he's just going to crush it here. And if he, no, no, he's if he the, doesn't, uh, we're gonna be it's gonna be another bit. But we have a uh, week one. College football lines from DK Sportsbook. This is the first line that I've seen for, for Louisville-Georgia Tech. Again, technically it's a neutral site game, but it's, it's I mean it's in Atlanta. It's basically a Georgia Tech home game. Like what,
0: how, do I didn't know DraftKings got to be known as short DK. That's DK it.
2: Sportsbook. What do you think the the line is?
0: Um, cards minus three. Louisville minus eight and a half. I was trying to be nice to Georgia Tech. I was trying to give them a little point pull on the, being, being the fact neutral slash home game for them because... Louisville should be a favorite over Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech was, I mean, awful
2: last yeah. year. new head coach, a lot of uncertainties. I know, there. yeah. Well, I mean, so do we. So do we, but, but, wee, but yeah. I think, you know, Brahms more of a known commodity. Exactly. You, you know what you're who, getting.
0: Georgia, who did they hire again? I can't remember his name. Was it? Didn't they promote? It was the guy that got the interim job last year, wasn't it? Didn't they keep him? I don't know. I thought they did. I could be wrong. Brett Key is his name. No, that's not the guy that was interim coach last year, I'm pretty sure.
2: He, uh, yeah, he, I don't think they kept the, the, the interim. Key, no, he was. Key was named interim head coach for Georgia Tech. Okay, he was. Kept firing the fire, following the firing of Jeff Collins, he went 4-4 four and four as interim head coach. They did improve, I mean, last
0: year when he. Yeah, yeah they, they beat two ranked teams. Yeah, they finished
2: 5-7, and seven, so. He beat as many ranked teams as Scott Satterfield did in four years there.
0: I mean, that's I mean, that's a good thing to keep some, you know, some of them together. But, yeah, I, eight points, I'm most surprised. I, I would have, the most I would have thought maybe would have been six. But it's kind of a big line to open up with. I don't think that'll go down. It is happening.
2: Texture says, I worry that Josh doesn't think the same way as Tom did. It's less about spending money and more about being creative with the real estate that we already own. Student housing overlooking the stadium that is walking distance from the football stadium would be very desirable. Could work out a deal with a developer that would benefit both the stadium and the developer. I mean, I'm
0: I'm trying to make a sale or something.
2: It sounds great to me. Sold me. i (laughs) am good with it. Make it happen. Texas says the baseball discussion actually rolls right into the ACC TV deal slash realignment dollar gap from the SEC and the Big Ten. Speaking of realignment, David Hale had a great informative tweet thread over the weekend about the ACC status. He's heard a small group of admins within the ACC would like for the ACC to pursue Pac-12 teams. I think it matters which Pac-12 teams you pursue. I mean... In theory, it solidifies the con- If you can get Oregon and Washington, yeah. Hell yeah. I don't think they can. Who else do you care about in the Pac 12, then?
0: I mean, Arizona, like Colorado right now. Arizona, Arizona State.
2: I mean, I'd like it from a basketball standpoint. I mean, but sure. they
0: also both bring some football in baseball, I would think, don't they? I they mean, they have Jed Fish.
2: They do have Jed Fish.
0: They do have Jed Fish. I mean, and football, I mean, and baseball, I mean, Arizona State, no, Barry Bonds there since the 80s. Baseball, but- they'd help. Yeah, I mean, I would assume both are decent in baseball. Most
2: Pac-12 teams would help in baseball. It's a good. You conference. would think, yeah. They, well, I shouldn't say maybe most would ha- would help. Most wouldn't hurt. In in they're not going to diminish your. Baseball. <laughs> they're not going to be Boston College, right? It's not well. Boston College, but <laughs> Boston College is really good right now.
0: Yeah, but when you talk about them being one of the, like the facilities that's actually worse than ours.
2: Facilities, sure. Yeah, but if it's like baseball, it's not like you're picking out teams from the Big East where there are some just woeful baseball programs there that you'd be like, eh, we have to take that,"
0: but I mean. But you're right, Oregon. I mean, Oregon. I know Oregon State's been really good over the last few years because they they won it all. I think mean, at one point in the last ten years. But. I would like. I mean,
2: I think it matters who you take. Colorado obviously is desirable right now for for clear reasons. If you can get Colorado, you would take. Problem it. with
0: that? That's the short term because how long is Dion really going to be in Colorado? Do you
2: think? I still. I mean, big picture, Colorado's still a big brand.
0: Uh, it is. You're. I you're for football. especially. Yeah.
2: And basketball's been good recently. Been better recently. They've they've been a tournament team. Multiple times. But it's
0: primarily. I mean, they, they do a good job at football. They, well, everything's football. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, yeah, you, you would take Colorado. I think you'd take Utah.
0: I think you would take. Utah's been good at football, obviously. Yeah, I mean, you
2: know, Cal has not been good stuff, but So probably take them. It's a big school, big university. I mean,
0: Cal at least, I mean, also brings in a market, too. If you're a
2: Pac-12 mm-hmm. school, though, I mean, would you really want to jump to the ACC right now? I think that's the question. Probably not. I, I
0: wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I would hold out my hope for Big Ten or, or SEC first. Um Big Ten you're probably not gonna get because of the USC UCLA, so your really best bet is just to hope the SEC wants to to grab a, a piece of the pie on the West Coast. Scoot
2: says your take on their grass mowing is not true. They swap back and forth. Which sounds even worse. He says, and Mike, if you've shot 81, you're way better than me. 84 is my best. Well 80 is my yeah. Sorry, 80, Scoot. eighty is my best. I've never broken eighty.
0: My bad, Scoot. You're right. I'm sorry. That was your, your version was so much better. They swap. He doesn't like a little swinging and a key party laundry. little <laughs> lawn key party. A
2: little lawn swapping. <laughs> it's fine. Roommates. I get it. <laughs> Texas says, I just tuned in. Can you recap your thoughts on the new point guard commit? Um, new very, York. I mean, I think I kind of did just, if, you're, if you were listening 10 minutes ago, I know you, this text was from 445. I like it. I don't like it as much as I would have liked a you know, like Zion Poland or a, a player of his caliber from the portal.
0: Somebody you, you've seen play at this level, at least.
2: But I think that he, just on the little that I know, I think he gives you a reliable secondary option at the point. I think also, like there's a chance that he's better than we think he's going to be, and he's more ready to put up numbers at the college level than we're thinking. If that's the case, it gives you the option to move Sky off the ball. If maybe Sky, for whatever reason, isn't getting it done as the lead guard. Now, he probably would be pissed off about that. But look, you didn't have that option last year. Like There, there was never a chance where when L. Ellis was, especially when he was significantly turnover prone at the beginning of the year, you never could be like, well, we're going to start Hersey Miller and move L to the two and let him be more of a natural scorer. There was, I mean, we tried, people were clamoring. For Fabio to start the point and get more run, and they clearly never felt comfortable doing that. Hopefully, Tyler Johnson gives you the ability to to, to have at least have that option at some point. Probably like later in the season after he's gotten his feet wet uh, as a college basketball player. So I like the addition. I think this is a team now that looks there's a talent upgrade for sure. I think Kenny Payne and staff deserve credit for that. They are extremely young, extremely young, and even with that being the case, I think it's a roster that on paper you look at and you say one of the best coaches in college basketball, which is what you hope the head coach at Louisville is going to wind up being or is already, one of the best coaches in college basketball would have this, take this roster and turn it into something that is at least in the discussion for being NCAA tournament worthy. And that's what I like about it. I think this becomes a, a legitimate litmus test for this staff. Can they take this roster? Can they win 20-ish games with it? If they can't, I don't think they ever are going to be a staff that can produce a national title here, which should be the goal moving forward. There's no NCAA tournament cloud. There's no NCAA cloud period. There's no. We're scandal-free. We're moving forward. Louisville basketball, the end destination, needs to be back among the elite of the elite in the sport. And if Kenny Payne can't take this team and make them at least NCAA tournament good, I'm not sure he can get this program back to that point.
0: I'd like to see him maybe play more than 17 games like Baselli did, but I mean, Baselli averaged eight point two minutes a game, and that's about yeah. what I would see out of this kid. I, I mean, think just, he'll play more than that. He might. I just don't. I don't really think we need to, because that's when you start getting into the mistakes of a freshman and everything. I mean, let's just keep it limited. But maybe we will have to require a need to see him play more minutes than that. Hopefully, more than seventeen games. I'd definitely like to see him in more than that. Miller, though, Hershey played twenty seven at seven and a half minutes a game. That's
1: mm.
2: Texas, I'll say this after watching the game last night. KP definitely runs an NPA offense. Mike, I think you pointed it out too with the Celtics just standing around and Brown throwing up a 30 footer. Yeah, I put pushed the clip. That's actually what that was from the the Ross McMaines experience uh, with Carlyle Jones, that game from Notre Dame where we had that possession where Carly walks it up the floor, passes it over to Dre Davis. The other two guys aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Everyone just stands around. Davis hands it back to Karleek. Who sits there for five seconds with the ball in his hand? Doesn't even dribble, puts his arm up like what's going on, and then just drills a
0: twenty-four foot three like that,
2: that. That looked like the Celtics' offense last night. The
0: Celtics are dumpster fire.
2: God, they are an absolute. What's yeah. to say? Cause it,
0: Brown's a good player when he wants to be. The problem is, not Brown. Sorry, with Tatum, Brown's overrated. He's the average player that puts up excel ex, acceleration numbers because he gets the shots. Um, they really that's Marcus Smart's to cancer. I've been saying that since he left Oklahoma State. You, you're not gonna win with him. You're not you he's just one of those guys you're never gonna win. If he's contributing and need to be a contributor to your team, you're never gonna win a title. Texas, I'm grateful,
2: I am, but dear God, please some fans quit kissing George's picture. I can agree
0: with both those things. I, I think that's better than kissing his rear. At some point it's time to time to move on. But yeah, but he is the, the that's the he set the the standard slash, slash bar though. I mean, if anything, you, I mean that's what it is. I mean, it's being unfortunate maybe for Josh or anybody after Josh, but that's we want to get back simple. there, right? Like we, yeah he he set the he set the line in, in the sand, and therefore, it's, until someone surpasses him, his name's going to always be remembered and brought up. I mean, I think it's sort of the, bad. It's the same
2: thing because I, I think you're right. It, it's the same thing when you know people will compare Kenny Payne or, or previously Chris Mack to to Rick Patino or Denny Crum and people yeah. are like, well, you can't do that. You know, he was the best. Well, that's the standard here. Yeah. Like that's what we, we want to get back. That's why we're not making the comparison because it's like, oh, I miss Rick every day. I mean, I think a lot of people do. I certainly miss parts of, of Rick being here for it's sure. Too, but, yeah. but like, it's not necessarily, that's not the point that I'm trying to make. It's more like that was the standard here that worked here. This is being done differently. Like, We need to get back to the level of success that we had when, So and so was here. And and I I get it. Like that's
0: and the fact that so and so had success here tells you that it is possible. And if the the current coach, whomever it may be at the time, KP, whatever, down the road, is not coming near that that level, then yeah, that's that's why we're gonna talk about it because I don't want him. I want the guy that's gonna be the the level of the player I'm or coach or AD I'm referring to. Right. If you can't get that,
2: then if you can't get us back there, then we
0: need somebody. Then we just need to move on, yeah.
2: Texas Joey tried to play quarterback everywhere he went, ended up losing the quarterback battle at UCF this past spring and only played a couple of games at wide receiver last year. Him playing a tight end role is completely new, but he's very athletic and has the size to be good. I like the ad a lot. I'm with you. I think it's exciting.
0: I'm excited. I just. He's going to kill it here. First team all ACC. I would say there's a better chance that he is not on this roster by the time we go to Georgia Tech than he is
2: on this roster still. Oh, I disagree with that.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's May 20th. Where's he going to go?
2: I don't know. He's been a, we're a sixth stop in 5 years. I don't know where else. Fourth, but like Okay. But he's coming but he's coming here with the intention of playing tight end. Clearly
0: you yes, ask where he's going to go. He has no problem But going. no, but
2: you're missing the point. Like he's everywhere else he wanted to play quarterback. He's yeah. coming here with the
0: understanding that he's going to play tight end. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying I just had that feeling that Zeke Pike McKinley feeling. Well Zeke him. Pike stayed here. He just got kicked off the team cuz drugs. Who was the other one the the, the Michigan transfer that was going to move to tight end? The defensive no lineman that played at Central with uh, he he was uh, teammates with um your boy just retired from Central that you went to UK i can't believe I can't remember his name brain farting no so much. idea uh it was like something McKinley He went to Michigan failed came here was gonna be tight end he never I don't think he ever by the time the season started I don't think he ever was showed up don't
2: know Texas aren't most gates
0: made of wood yes <laughs> was, just there was <laughs> we we spent style because how bad it was. <laughs> Texture
2: says meatball mozzarella is the low key goat of hot pockets. I've never had a meatball mozzarella hot pocket. It sounds good. No, it doesn't. I like meatball subs. I do like too,
0: but I don't want to. I mean, I'm, there's there's a what is there, there's one I'm forgetting. Was there a sausage? It's, there's a sausage. Pepperoni is okay. the only one that I like. Pepperoni ham and cheese was one of my, I one like, my like favorite. I love ham and cheese one. I used to, that. That was the one I think I had more often than not.
2: Texas. The first fight I saw when I was in high school was over an extra sandwich at lunch. What made it great was a third guy actually ate the sandwich while
0: they fought, and neither noticed
2: it. That third guy. That I
0: mean, that third guy went places in life. Oh, the third, the 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 reasons for fights in high school and middle school were just great. I I saw a fight start in middle school because someone threw a pickle and it actually he, they missed their target, hit somebody else, and the guy went and like did, he thought someone else threw it, and these two people got in a fight and nothing. I'm not supposed the do just sitting back being like, dance for me, puppets, dance. <laughs> it takes that if that hot
2: pocket wasn't pepperoni, then give this life uh, man life in prison. Agree? I wonder if there's still roommates. Well, the ones in jail, so probably not. Not right now at least. I mean, do
0: you do you, do you change the locks? Do you do you forgive your roommate for shooting you in a butt over a hot pocket? No. <laughs> no. no. I don't forgive anybody for shooting me. <laughs> Regardless of the reason,
2: <laughs> Texas says get meatballs on your Papa Johns.
0: I've never been a fan of meatballs on the pizza. Texas says Trevor,
2: what are acceleration numbers that Tatum is putting up?
0: Brown, the Brown averaged almost thirty points a game this season. I thought you were talking about. I said I you said Tatum. I, I said mean, Brown
2: originally. Then you corrected. Tatum. Yeah,
0: no Tatum. I like I, Tatum. Just Tatum's good when he wants to show up. Jalen Brown is an average player at best. And they needed, they're, they're expecting him to be, statistically, he's supposed to be some star, and he is nothing but a role player at best. Texas, I just tuned in. Can you recap your take on the opening
2: weekend of the WNBA? I cannot. The season started already? It did, this weekend. They cut, I mean, the, the Mystics made this big thing, like, about, they, they had three Louisville players on the roster and all this stuff. They wrote a big story about it from their official account. And the next day, they cut Emily Anksler and Jasmine Jones. I'm like, well, I don't remember. I don't you remember lost my one. fandom, Mystics. You're yeah, done. Mystics, get out of here,
0: Washington.
2: Texas. at Trinity we saw maybe one or two fights a year, and usually just heard about them and never saw them. It was the talk of the town. You risk getting kicked out of the school if you ever got into a fight, unless you were an athlete, of course, or your family was a big donor. Well,
0: the Trinity fights though just all occurred at Burger King, right? We just went off campus. Yeah, was
2: always the old Bacon's parking lot. The, I, I
0: always, I always thought Burr Burking. That's where I was seeing him, But yeah, no, not a Wagner. We, we had no problem just fighting right there in the, in the cafeteria. I think they I like think like the Texas
2: right. There were always like one or two in the hallways that you. Like, I remember there was one in my class freshman year. It was a big deal, and like one of the kids ended up not coming back the next year. But yeah, it was. It, it wasn't a. It was kind of a rarity. Texas says Trevor has the worst takes I've ever heard.
0: Thank you. <laughs> just only second to you, Texer.
2: Just straightforward. Texas Mike in the Mickey Mouse voice. He uh, starts off by saying, "Mike, you and Trevor could learn a very valuable lesson from Virginia. Do the show in your Mickey Mouse and Bobby voices more often. A debate yeah. would be good. A heated debate even better." Mike in the Mickey Mouse voice. Tom George would have built state-of-the-art baseball facilities by now. Trevor in the Bobby voice. Mike, stop living in the past. This is a new era. Leave Josh alone.
0: Brunch. Oh, bomb. What was that first word? Prince, I don't bomb. like it. it didn't sound like that. Vince.
2: <laughs> That's not what it sounded like. I was like, you can't cuss with the Bobby boys.
0: You don't <laughs> I always play- wondered if you played a curse word in Spanish on American radio, do you still get in you trouble You have free reign to say whatever you want because <laughs> you're in the creepy-ass Bobby <laughs> boys. I was, I'm always curious about that. All right, let's take our last break. And the we- Chicago Sky and the Connecticut Sun are both 2-0 right now. And
2: there you go, at Dana Evans. Rocking it. I, I did see she did something. Uh, she had a big game. I saw it on their – I follow their social media. <laughs> sounds
0: like you're so in touch with it.
2: She had a big game. The, the floater on her Who Instagram. did she play for? She plays with the, the sky.
0: Oh, she does. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. I don't see her. Yeah. She's averaging seven and a half points a game. She had a highlight on Instagram. Big, big shot floater. Kalia Cooper is the leading scorer.
2: All right. Take a break when we come back. Uh, more text 1450 Then we'll look ahead to the night ahead in. Uh, I was gonna say UFL sports, but national sports. We'll make some picks. My pick, I mean, I've been. I haven't. We haven't picked since Friday. But the NBA games that I would have picked have all been wrong.
0: All oh, the Miami. I've been. I've been catching on my. i am on all three games on Miami deep, man. I've been in Indiana fortunate enough. For some reason, Celtics have been favored. I'm just mad at myself for not taking the money line on all three. The Mike
2: NBA magic is done, but we'll see if we can get it back tonight. Magic, right, Mike. Mike. Looking ahead to, <laughs> to Nuggets Lakers. <laughs> Mike Brother for Show wraps up next here on 1450 and 961. I, like I, I don't know where
1: my soul is. I don't know where my home is. And baby, all I need for you tonight.
0: The problem show! That is the endless miles We are the, 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 the you gone wild! We're We're we won't fall. We're one and one, one for all! We got Sims on the wall! We are the, the youth gone wild. wild! Get ro. Trevor Will This this should be like the song that the, the new basketball team should come out to. I wonder if there's a sports show in America
2: besides this one that has ever played the song.
0: <laughs> oh, the answer's got to be no. Skid <laughs> Row! <Rose.
1: laughs>
0: What's happening? Right after Natalie uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> over who, two, though. Who else to you hear three songs in a row? Britney Spears, Nelly, and uh, and Youth Gone Wild by... Do uh, you get her name right? Like, <laughs> let's put both... You,
2: you can't put both correct names together.
0: Take three. What's her name? Nelly uh Furtado. There you go. Isn't the like isn't that like a Spanish dish? You've asked
2: this before, and the answer is no.
0: I swear, isn't it like like the it's like a tornado? It's like the things you get like in the in the gas station. You think that's where she got the name? This is the final segment of the show here <laughs> on 1450
2: won <laughs> The Big X. We've got about uh, 13 minutes here. Do we have we don't have a, there's no best baseball tonight? I don't think we have any uh, Indiana High School baseball. We do have tomorrow. Our boy Patrick Ryan and Manuel in the uh, 7th Region Semifinals. 5.30, they're going to play Eastern, uh, Manuel versus Eastern. And the the late game is Trinity versus St. X. So uh, you get the top three teams in the state all playing in one night out there at Jim Patterson Stadium tomorrow night in the 7th Region Semifinals. Uh, Best of luck to everybody involved there.
0: Uh, Two things. One, um, thanks. Uh, The next Super Bowl destination has been announced. Super Bowl in 2026 will now be in San Francisco.
2: I saw the drafts going to Green Bay in twenty
0: five, which is ooh, that's interesting. I like bleh, that. Bleh. Um, I do love the the moving of the draft, though. That, I mean, it's cool. I like it too. Billy got the second one too, which was kind of cool. Um, but that's that's a good one. Ray Stevenson's trending. That's interesting. Um, but the other thing. Oh crap! No, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh, uh, Wednesday high school baseball. We've got to do OG Studio. Okay, because we've got bats day game. Silver Creek. But uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's postseason, something it is, and I've got a doubleheader to do. I got a, I got two games that night. All right, let's hop into the text here. Five zero two four one four fourteen
2: fifty. Text says, for all the talk about attacking the portal and then seeing what we got, I'm disappointed in the results, and I think we could have done a lot better. We were allegedly in the mix for a bunch of guys that could help boost this team to the next level, and we ended up with meh. I mean, portal wise, I think that you can sit there and say like, eh, you know. Holy but you, you can't, meh, a top-five class. Now, let me ask you this, Jeff: Would you rather have, I, I know that we're, we're talking about, we like the fact that Tyler Johnson addresses the need at guard. Would you rather have this kid, sort of a back end of the top 100 player in the 2023 class who plays a position where he can really help you, or would you rather had Mackenzie Mbaco, who's a five-star, but plays a position where you already got several guys? Mbako. Me too. I, I think that it's, yeah, you take, you take the NBA talent, right? Yeah. You never I think Mbako seems like kind of a sure thing. This Tyler Johnson, I think, can be a really good college player, but who knows? And also in this day and age, who knows how long he sticks around? Like, you can't just bank on a guy being really good as a third year player in college basketball because he might be, you, your talent evaluation might be right. He just might not be doing it at your program.
0: Yeah. Uh, Texas says. Oh, wait, real quick. Uh, okay. That was Ray Stevenson. He's passed away. He's the actor. Ray Stevenson? I thought Ray Stevenson. I think of the musician. But I think he's also who's been dead for years. Ray Stevenson's a musician. That did uh, they call me the streak? Um, who's the actor? The actor. He was the bad guy in Other Guys. He was the one hunting them down in the Other Guys. He's, he's apparently also been in Punisher. He looks familiar. Though, yeah, I know him from the other. The Other Guys is the only movie I know him from. Uh, but apparently, he was also in Punisher. He was in Accident Man. R R R. I don't never heard of that. But. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, yeah, uh, he's uh, he passed away. I so. oh, no, no, sorry. Uh,
2: Texas, says, I like the puzzle
0: pieces. Let's just see if they fit.
2: Okay. Texas, Kenny Payne has done a good job at flipping the roster, but I just don't have faith in him coaching the team. We went from two Hall of Famers and then Mac and Payne, the great era of X's and O's. Coach is gone, though. I hope that's right. Texas' Joey Gatewood uh, has committed to three different schools within his last eight tweets. Well, that's impressive. (laughs) It's a high ratio.
0: I hope I'm not right about my prediction with him, but I just feel like I have a better chance of me being right than you. We'll see.
2: We will see. You're right. Texas, have I missed the Yankees' Reds breakdown? You did.
0: (laughs) And It was good, too. Reds lost. It was real good. Reds didn't win.
2: Texas says Trevor needs to announce the uh, men's basketball players one game next season. <laughs> Sky fart, Dugan, Irvis, Mike, <laughs> Mike James. Can I imagine you doing PA.
0: Oh, I, I. You think that's bad? Like when I listen to like Nick doing the baseball games, like they, the poor jumbo shrimp. They had the a guy named Victor. Victor. It was Victor. Victor. Uh, something because it's like his dad's Victor Junior. You could remember that at least. Like yeah, I'd have been like Vector Vector. I mean no. <laughs> Uh, they had a guy named LeBall, who every time I said his name I sounded I thought he was like he sounded like uh, uh Joey trying to speak French in the in the movie in Friends. <laughs> I he said this guy. <laughs> yes. Uh I would be so bad. Like, I I I have I would I could uh, we, my my best days be as good as like Nick and Jim are calling those games with some of the names they have to go through. I'd be so bad with it. Like I said, sure, you, we know, man. It'd be funny, though, right? It'd be hilarious. I mean, I did the players probably like, get my damn name, right? But I, I mean, James, Mike James is the only one I would probably never mess up. I'd love it. if You actually got to do this. And like the very first game, you're like, Mike Jones. Oh, I,
2: like <laughs> blew the easiest name right off the bat. I'd probably curse. Him, like, oh, bleep. <laughs> Texas. I've been. Uh, the, oh, the, the Boise guy texted in. After saying Boise Guy's back, he said, I've just been waiting on episode, episode two of the Master P show. Are those chances gone just like Trevor ever getting laid again?
0: Yes. <laughs> Which happens first?
2: Well, the Master P show is supposed to be coming back in August. So you've got about four months. I
0: just assumed that the Boise Guys didn't have signal. <laughs> I, or it was like a sheep problem.
2: <laughs> Texas, the meatball mozzarella hot pocket take is spot on. It's the goat. I've never had it. I
0: I don't I somehow don't even remember
2: it. Texas says your Bobby voice is so god awful.
0: Thank you. It's so bad.
2: Texas, in regards to C.L. Brown's column about honoring Tom Jurich, the best way to honor him is for the Louisville mayor to announce a permanent ban from an NBA team ever playing at the Um Center. Now we mentioned the the CL Brown column in passing on Friday. I didn't realize like they I, I knew it was gonna rile people up because anything about Tom Jurich is a good if you're if you're a new columnist in town trying to generate some publicity for yourself and for the paper like Jurich is an easy, easy topic for sure. But I saw that some people were upset about the timing of it because Jurich and Denny Crum had this clear rift and the Crum family was no fan of Tom. And so you have this call to honor Tom right after you have the the celebration of Denny's life. People some people were saying it was in poor taste. The timing was I, I didn't. I don't have a, a gigantic issue with the timing. I don't think it was CL's intention, knowing CL a little bit. I don't think he would intentionally put something out there just to you know, to, to cause effect. I think he was writing something that was just, I mean, he was here during the heyday of U L Athletics. He left in 2013. So he knew what it was like when, when George had all these programs firing at the same time. I think he was just saying it's, it was cool to see Denny honored. At some point, they need to honor Tom. And the timing maybe,
0: I think, rubs some people the wrong way. I don't see any problem with it. Yeah. By the way, give me, just take a guess. Give me flavors Hot Pocket offers. Twenty. More. Thirty-five.
2: More. Fifty. Less. Forty. Close. Forty two.
0: Forty five.
2: Forty five flavors.
0: Forty five different flavors. They love Trump. How many times have you gone to the store and said, I need a Sloppy Joe's Hot Pocket.
2: I didn't know there was one.
0: How about the uh, jalapeno steak and cheese Mexican style? Sounds disgusting. <laughs> of, uh, chicken melt and bacon? That sounds okay. Now, this one I should have remembered because I think my grandmother would buy this one. Chicken broccoli and cheddar croissant crust. That one sounds familiar. It's not a
2: Hot Pocket if it has a croissant crust.
0: Bruschetta chicken panini? God, that one's gonna be ice cold in the middle, even more than usual. Beef taco, Mexican style. Do you really need to add Mexican style to beef taco?
1: Was <laughs> there another?
0: Like, was there another origin, like or ethnic style? Sounds like,
2: like a great way to get
0: poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> just take the pepperoni. Oh, hey. No, I, I apologize. There's beef taco, and then beef taco Mexican style. We they are literally two different versions. Yo, know, we had hot pocket
2: day in high school, Trinity. It was more like the lunches. <laughs> like hot pocket was the the like the entree.
0: It was just pepperoni though. There's ham and cheddar croissant, ham and cheese. or ham and cheddar croissant, ham and cheese, ham and cheese th- subs, three cheese subs, ham and three cheese, ham egg and cheese, Italian style, and meat three meat pizza. This is great. Like, I wish I could have been in the room, like, coming up with these, like, options. Texture says, that's it. Arby's Hot Pocket.
2: They're putting things in freezers. No roast beef available in the Hot Pocket. (laughs) Of all things. Texture says, TK, especially bad today. Your long COVID was caused by the stress added by doing a show with him. I don't know how you do it, Mike. Thank you. I think he's been fine today. What do I say i so bad today? I don't, I don't know. I think you've been okay.
0: I mean, I screwed up a few mid-2000s pop stars names. but that, other that, than I mean, it... You expect that. That's like that's on the bingo card. Yeah. You know that's going to happen. I'm just, again, proud of myself for not calling using her last name as a reference to a word I can't say.
2: <laughs> Texas <Dexter's, laughs> says this b-ball roster is promising. Now KP needs to get fans excited by actually talking
0: to the media. Well, that ain't going to happen. I do and, want. I mean, now that he's got that, I don't know the way he talks. I don't even kind of. I mean, maybe I don't even want to hear him talk. He's gonna like depress me. I think. Do you think that we?
2: Do you think we get a post roster press conference? Because like most coaches will do that once they have all scholarships available, the roster is finalized, they get that last guy signed, they'll have a press conference, they'll take questions from the media. I don't think he did it last year. If I I'm, if i don't I'm recall it either. I wonder if we if we'll get that this year. I mean, my assumption is no. My assumption is we're not going to hear from him until like media day in August or October, whenever that is. September. Did we even
0: hear from him media day last year? We did. Okay, because I mean, after the roster was done last year, we had we had a very brief like kind of thing with with Eric Crawford, and then we had the thing. I think we did, we did one with Tom Lane. He did and, a bunch. Of, he did all the news stations. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It was the TV stations. Yeah, particularly yeah, mostly. But WWE. that was year one. I mean, you know, he's. You
2: expect that from a first year head coach. Like now he's kind of these are his terms. And it seems like he just doesn't
0: want to doesn't want to do that. And even on his terms last year he did he did them like the bare minimum. Yeah. Like Texas do, has... we don't want the bare minimum players. We want like more like Brian over there, who has all those players. Texas, we got weights in hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> that did not make the list, but it could be coming. Texas
2: may not have been C L. But I wouldn't be surprised if the CJ was demanding the timing of the TJ article. It was poor taste timing, and I'm a TJ fan. And then says co-host Greer getting closer and closer to existence. It's not that that won't happen. Jeff, Jeff would not.
0: Well, you, you I'm not being replaced by Jeff Greer. No, people just want it over me. <laughs> they want you to to be producer and Greer to co-host. This guy. Well, you think it's gonna keep me quiet? Probably not. You think Greer? You think Greer would like? would lose his mind with me. I don't know yes. Jeff. Yes. Like Jeff couldn't handle me? I think he'd be here for two days and be like, "I'm no,
2: I'm going back to, to doing R- Racing Lou and losing." Riders
0: love, a lot of riders like me, though.
2: Well, they don't have to do shows with you full time. Well.
0: <laughs> You're great, like, talking to them before they come on. And having them on for interviews. I used to have a lot of supper When I used to do my own show, I had I'd riders come on regularly that, that loved coming on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rab Johns would come all the time, but then again, I would just ask him one question and go smoke two cigarettes and then come back. Who? Rab Johns. Jeff Rab Johns from IU. I don't know. I you do know, Keep up the business, man. Yeah, I
2: guess. Texas, I haven't gotten excited for the last three to four roster ads. I'm just ready to fast forward to actual games and see if there's anything there for us. Yeah, these next four months. Thank God for football coming up, because these oh, next four months are gonna be brutal.
0: I couldn't have said it better myself.
2: Although, I mean, we will get. The thing is, like, we'll get some stuff out of summer because you have now these practice sessions that I think start next week. So, like, there'll be like reports. Like last year, I I got whiff of of some things that was just not good, and they ended up being wrong. Remember like, the, the, the big. Thing I of, thought
0: you described it as having a whiff. It's like that's the big thing. I just... of,
2: well, basically, people would go to practice that <laughs> I would know, and they'd say like, "Here's what I saw." Like, I kept, no, I remember. Yeah. I kept hearing how good Kamari Lands was, and then you know, he ended up not having a, a great season. So I thought you, he was okay for a freshman. You take practice. Comments for what they're worth, which yeah. is not that much. Texture says, um, okay, we don't have enough time to, to read all these. Are they
0: bad? No, we just don't have time to get to them. We, it's 57. Should yeah. I re- should I just do them in the car and return? text them in, and return in the car? Sure.
2: Okay. Um, tonight, we're going to be a basketball. We got 830 ESPN Nuggets Lakers. Lakers, look at, I mean, we may have two sweeps here in the conference finals, which is kind of crazy to think about. Well, the East is going to be a
0: sweep. I'd... It sure seems like it. I picked Denver to win this one. No, I didn't mean to interrupt. Real you, quick. Got me
2: Lakers three-point favorites, 830 ESPN.
0: Um, I picked Denver originally 4-2, but I'm going still going 4-1. Lakers win tonight. It's in LA, right? It's in
2: LA. The Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> That's what the hell it's called. Yeah. At least, Seriously at least for right now. Oh, <laughs> for, I can't imagine it's going to be that way much longer.
0: And nothing makes me feel more old man ranting than the names of stadiums, I think.
2: I keep picking the Lakers in the series and they keep doing nothing. So I don't I mean I <laughs> You damn right. If it
0: makes you makes me feel but I picked them one game too already. I mean Saturday
2: night we were watching the game with the bar after the the Reds game and I was like I think they're going to win and then they're down like 44 to 20 the next time I look up. Um I think the Lakers just to keep the series I'm with you. I think it's going to wind up being 4-1 Nuggets but yeah. I am I mean, at this point, I'm not going to be shocked at the Nuggets sweep tonight. I'll give, give me Lakers win and cover. Cover the three pointer
0: I'm going to do that. I'm going to watch White Man Can't Jump, Jack Harlow version tonight. There is TK's review. Yeah, so make sure to tune in tomorrow for my uh, review, whether you love or hate. I feel like you're going to hate it. You're going to go in. Just with <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It, it is behind the eight ball listening to your breakdown of it. Why? Some of the things you said. just and kinda, I thought it was
2: better than I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Well, you, you just like Jack Harlow. And you're just sucking up to Harlow.
2: That's not true. Not true at all.
0: <laughs> He's your boy. You want to get invited. I
2: again. like Jack a lot, but I, I told you, I, w- I mean, I said I went with very low expectations and I thought it was better than I thought it was That's going true. to be. And I will say people that I talked to this weekend who's watched it said the exact same thing. We'll see what TK thinks tomorrow at three o'clock. Everyone enjoy your Monday evening. We'll see that.